Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. I have a little stat for folks. Bet you Reg didn't even realize this. What's up? You recorded that song, I think, one year ago today. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> How do you know that stat? <laughs> because, uh, or at least that's when you sent it to us. Mm hmm. I recorded it that day when I sent it to you. Okay, then yeah, this was one year ago to the day. Wow, look at that! <laughs> it's history, baby. The Grapsity theme that was uh, that's what set it off. That that logo and the theme. I was like, we're lit. We're out here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's been one year since the first time I heard that song, that's and that right. was it. It was like uh, I I had hit them with the name, and then 
Reg was like, all right, I'm on it. I got it. Mm -hmm. And things snowballed like really quickly. So fast. Yeah. So we're coming up on a year anniversary of a lot of stuff as it relates to the show, uh, which is called Grapsity, which is the show you're watching right now. I'm Will Washington. And also here is Mr. Philip Lindsay. I'm here with, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it, possibly the most influential content creator in the game, Righteous Reginald. BW, PWI list. Whoa, on, giving it up to the boy this morning. Flowers, it up. Wow, <laughs> thank you so much, Philip Lindsay. That's amazing to hear. Yeah, it's your boy, Righteous Reg Media. Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, your favorite list maker. It's been a lot. I've been having a great time. This time, uh, we talked about it a little bit before about having more followers and how things will be very different you know presenting things but honestly this year has been the best year um putting out the list and responses and just like love and i thought more followers would be worse but it really hasn't honestly it's been super cool man uh the one thing i was waiting for and i want to see if we can get it there maybe i can assist let's see if it's already there oh it's so close it it needs 42 more i wanted to see the bw 500 get to 500 quote tweets mm. uh and it's at 458 right now oh uh, shit yeah we'll do that we'll get that <laughs> yeah so let's get it let's get 48 more the going. 500 is out, more, baby. the double 500s are out today um it's been a long week it's been a lot of wrestlers in my dms it's been a lot of things for sure a lot of controversy yeah, Lots. I mean, I, I definitely want to start with love because, as I said to you on Ask Grapsity, I got questions, man, because I, I, I saw where <laughs> Moose was ranked, and I saw where Will Ospreay was ranked, and I was just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Leave me alone, everybody. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I got questions too, Phil, okay? Yeah, but before we get to that, don't forget, leave us a thumbs up. Leave us a uh, and please leave us a thumbs up if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash fightful. And also make sure to send us your super chats and your humper chats. We're going to be reading those throughout the show, as we always do. And those always help support what we do here at Fightful and help support Grap City as a whole. We actually those those do go to us and um, they do help us continue to put on content and continue to make this show possible. Um, also, Humper Chats. Humperchats.com is a great way to get your messages in before the show because you can't send Super Chats till the show begins. But Humper Chats, you can send those at any point. Uh, they also don't take as big of a percentage as YouTube does. So um, that is uh, a greater solution for us. No matter what, we can get them up on the screen. So again, Humperchats.com. Send us those chat Super Chats throughout the show. We love them all. Hey, guess what I found today? What you found? And by today, I mean last week. But yes. uh, it was last Sunday. Uh, so like I had posted that clip from Now Playing Now, uh, an old podcast I used to host like 10 years ago. And oh my God, it's been 11 years. Oh God, Yeesh. that show. I started that show 14 years ago. Mm. But... Uh, I found an old clip from that show. I found a whole episode. It's on a DVD. There's some cancelable takes on that, so I'm not going to post the whole it's thing. On DVD? But, uh, uh, yeah, I had, it was. It was like a burned DVD of like a bunch of different like files and shit that mm. I guess I just had. Uh, mm -hmm. But I I found it and uh, I lost a lot of those shows, so I was really happy to find that show. That was a show me and Theron Reynolds used to host along with Brandon Burge and. Um, now apparently those two are talking and they just sent me a screenshot of some DMs that are like, hey. 
you want to do a reunion show? And I'm like, oh, let's go, uh, baby. I, yeah, sure. So I don't know about any of that yet. But, Shout out to uh, the gang. Now plan now. Yeah. So that was. But anyway, found a lot of stuff. We, my wife and I, were just like digging through boxes, and we're. You ever like move, and then you pack a box, and you're like, all right, we'll unpack this, and then all of a sudden. I mean, everybody does this, but you look up and it's been 10 years and you haven't Mm -hmm. unpacked the box. So I can't believe what I found. But, folks, I found my original. You talk about Philip Lindsay being a CM Punk mark, but I found. Oh, Uh, what is that? Mark boy. (laughs) The Money in the Bank Mm -hmm. 2011 shirt. Mm -hmm. Best Mm -hmm. in the world. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> number three on a pwi by the way oh here we go yeah three. so i i did find my my original cm punk shirt from money in the bank 2011 amazing uh, which is funny because i have the the current one too the the one from uh uh that i bought after his return so i guess i'll put these side by side somewhere you don't have the one that has I was there on the back uh, because those sold ridiculously <laughs> fast in the United Center and people were doing stupid stuff with those shirts, like putting them on eBay for like $500. Jeez. Did you get one, Phil? No. That, are you kidding me? That line was like around the building. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll never forget that day, uh, that night, uh, Emilio sent me a text and he's like, hey, can you get me one of those shirts? And I was like, Right? I don't think that's happening. <laughs> You're like, seen, great joke, I, Emilio. <laughs> I looked out there and saw that line as soon as he showed the shirt after during his promo, and mm. I was like, nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just bought mine off Pro Wrestling Tees. Shout out to Val Capone, who was working her ass off getting those shipped out. She talked about how they were working them overtime mm-hmm. to get those CM Punk shirts shipped out. Uh, that it was insanity. It was the hardest. Was this a time where uh, Punk? He, I think he went in and brought him pizza because they were like going hard. Like he went into the pro wrestling tees office to be like, "Thank you guys. I know this is an insane amount of work." <laughs> yeah, and, and it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, I've, I that was the one I have. So I do have that shirt, and then I've got this one. So uh, I probably won't wear either of them anymore. <laughs> Um, and not as a like statement or anything. I was but like, wait, what are no, you saying? Not as, a, not as a statement of anything, uh, but more so just as a, look, man, these are like... Those are vintage. Histi- you don't wanna, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are vintage history t-shirts. Like this this one was a big deal at, at Money in the Bank 2011. And the other was a big deal for his return at the United Center. Um, I mean, look, I was And it's just, really about to be a collector's item, isn't it? Huh? What? Am I saying it? I don't know. I mean, I just, I just walked by uh, Hot Topic the other day, though. They're still selling CM Punk t-shirts, the mm. AEW shirts there. So, like, I mean, there's still kind of a dime a dozen mm. <laughs> that you can get. Uh, they're selling the black one right now. Um, I'm like, so. where is a Hot Topic at? I can't. They don't have malls in Oakland. So, it's like, you have to kind of figure it out. Hmm. It's That's cool. No malls or no Walmart. So, it's like you know places i love that there's no walmart because every time there's i go to walmart i'm like damn i know why these places these prices are so ridiculous these people are so crazy why they make so much money so i don't want to contribute to that so it's great to not have it (laughs) but then like a mall you know sometimes it's like a regular day and you're like i'm gonna go walk around the mall you don't have the option to do that and it's oakland too it'd probably be honestly super dangerous so eh, good move (laughs) (laughs) yeah figured it all out in my brain i haven't i haven't got it yet but Again, that We Are Chicago shirt is a must-purchase for me. Mm-hmm. 
You probably you should. Do. I would just get it like right now. Yeah, no, you, you need to. Like, uh, you go you ahead, never know. Now. I would get that right now. Um, and yeah, it's it's amazing that two weeks later this continues to be a talk of the town. I don't know if you saw the screenshot I just posted on on Twitter, Phil. <laughs> what was it? Uh, I did. Yeah, um, it was uh, my, from my notes app. I had I opened notes this morning because that's where like if I see a funny tweet that I want to come back to like later. Or I want to like quote tweet for something. I have like a collection of my notes app of just like, hey, tweets to come back to. And so I was like, oh, this is funny. And so I went and saved this tweet. And I opened up notes app, and uh, the last thing in my notes app was from two weeks ago, and it was me opening my notes app to type to Phil because we were in the media scrum, and so I couldn't talk out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had typed to Phil. I'm like. Hey, they're uh, fighting backstage. Uh, mm. That's why security just ran out. And I turned my phone to Phil, and I'm like, just pointing to it. Hey, this is what's happening right now. But that was the last thing I used Notes app for. Uh, and I just I forgot about that literally until I opened Notes app this morning. And it was literally to save a funny MJF tweet. <laughs> uh, one day I'm gonna go through that collection because sometimes uh, I don't even know I don't even know why because I don't actually go back through those. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like one day I will find the the. You're gonna be able to make a little book, a little Will Washington <laughs> notes app book with some little <laughs> tidbits and history in there. I like it. I'm I know. Well, like that. That's that's history. That's why I posted that screenshot because it has the the last edited on it, which is still September fourth. Uh, and the the reason for that notes app was me trying to just communicate to Phil without saying anything out loud. Mm-hmm. Probably just could have texted you now that I think about it, though. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but now this <laughs> works. I love it. I like it. Yeah. So uh, what else we got? So I, see I guess people mentioning Gar- what does Garcia think of the list? Happy birthday to the pure champion, by the way. That's true. Happy birthday. Shout, Shout out. out to the ROH pure world champion, Daniel Garcia. It's his birthday today. Yeah, Daniel Garcia was in my DMs the night before the list, <laughs> and he said, you guys better not disrespect me. He really gave it to me like, you know, bullying works. And I haven't heard <laughs> I, I, uh, I haven't heard from him since, so he's pissed. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine, man. He just had like the biggest moment of his career. I told that's uh, what I, I said, sure bro. You're the you. I said, quote, quote, quote. You had one of my greatest wrestling moments ever in history. I don't. Nothing else matters, bro. You just had the cool one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Come on. Yep. Um, although I got, although I gotta say that uh, that video going around is up to like one million views right now. The uh, if Westside Gun sang the SpongeBob SquarePants oh theme song, God. that so shit had me was. dying. I <laughs> the homie with the Westside Guns impressions is ridiculous, <laughs> man. I love it. If you haven't seen that? Literally, just type in Westside Gun SpongeBob, you'll find mm-hmm. it. Uh, it is very, very good. If you Shout know out West to the Side, dog West Side Gun, man. Yeah. If you know like West Side Gun's music, like honestly, the beat was kind of dope. The way that they put the whistle over it, the do 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 do. <laughs> like actually that's not that bad like honestly somebody should like sample the spongebob whistling and go with it that way uh let's see i'm a geeking hoe says uh sammy zane is the best yes man so entertaining Sammy Zayn's amazing his stuff is hitting so hard Mm -hmm. uh, and it's actually like the first topic we're talking about so um and Let's see. Darian says, much love to you guys. Hopefully, I'll see y'all at Grand Slam. We'll see one of us at Grand Slam. Uh, 
Jesse. Rich, if I if I see you, I got some for you. Huh. I'm liking it here. I'm gonna somehow end up at Grand Slam now just because of that. They're like, "Are you here for the wrestling matches?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm here to." I was really confused. That looked like a nose at first, and it was it it was a tree, but it looked like a nose. I was like, "Wait, (laughs) gas, bro, gas tree smoke, come on." You know what time it is? Shout out to the homie Darian. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, he sent that one twice actually. Um, Double up. Yes. What's up? Uh, let's see. Dream Ninja says, Shout out to Grab City, the best wrestling show around. KO and Sammy staying with WWE and being some of the best things on TV is amazing. Will, I see your Mariah and I raise you, Floor Jansen. Uh, I mean, my Mariah still wins, but that's uh, it's neither here nor there. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Mariah's hosting like a Twitter Spaces right now, and I'm like, damn it, I gotta do Grab City right now. Oh, <laughs> I'm in that Twitter Spaces right now, just raising my hands, like trying to get like just any comment in. <laughs> damn, wow. Uh, yeah, Twitter Spaces. Is oh, and Mariah Carey is. It even says Mariah is speaking right now. Mariah, uh, damn, come on, taking up all the viewers. You know everybody's out there listening to Mariah. We can't compete with Mariah, is she, bro. Is, is she in there shooting on people like uh, Nicki Minaj was in her spaces? <laughs> Ooh, Nicki Minaj was letting them loose. I mean, sometimes, them. like, has Mariah hosts spaces every once in a while, and yeah, sometimes she'd be like, let me stop. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's 2,000 people in that spaces right now. So, and probably all of them trying to just get a word in to MC. So I will not do that. But I'll tell you, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yes, we're going to jump in here. Like, I'm Phil Lindsay. But uh, nah, nah, I had to do Grab City. But mm-hmm. she's literally hosting a Twitter Spaces right now. Shout out to Mariah, twenty five years, baby. Yeah, twenty five years of butterfly. Spread mm-hmm. your wings and prepare to fly. Yeah. Um, and uh, they she put out seven additional tracks, um, which is uh, kind of a lie. Uh, so the, Mar- <laughs> the Mariah marks were lit. What are the Mariah Carey fans called? Lambs. Um, lambs. What is lam- that? Mean? Lambs. Uh, and it's the uh, and she refers to us as the Lamely. As a matter of fact, uh, the Twitter space is even called the Lamely Lounge. And, What's the lamb uh, thing? I don't get it. Um, you know, uh, I never really got it either. And if any <laughs> other Mariah Carey fan can explain it to me, I have just happily just. I'm like, if any myself. Mariah Carey fan would know, it'd be Will Washington. I don't know. I just assumed it's because I'd follow her to a slaughter. I don't know, but. The... <laughs> Okay. Uh, but <laughs> um, I figured it out. I, I never quite got it. We're the lambs and uh me and one of my closest friends, we um like our bond has always been Mariah Carey. We've been friends for twenty one years and literally we're just like anytime we post a picture together, it's always like hashtag lambs. Um mm-hmm. so that's just our thing. I'm sorry. I am a big fan of MC, in case you didn't know that after me doing this show for over a year. But it is the 25th anniversary of her, what some will call her best album, Butterfly. And the funny thing about this album, the the 25th uh, anniversary release, so she put out seven tracks additionally. And people were excited because they're like, oh, are these like seven missing tracks from that album? I knew it wasn't going to be because, look, this woman has however many albums like if any missing tracks you've heard them by now you've heard them, exactly. um, she even had an album called like the the unreleased track she put out like two years ago mm-hmm. um no it's just like seven remixes right. <laughs> and uh one of them is a brand new remix of the roof featuring brandy uh mm-hmm. so oh, that's that good. yeah so it's actually really good but other than that um it's 
like acapellas and yeah the point of like like youtube now it's like no songs are unreleased anymore somebody's gonna put that shit on youtube at some point if it's been 25 years someone's gonna be like oh yeah i got this let me you guys want to hear it they don't oh yeah nobody really holds on to things like that Nah, this isn't the the Tupac age anymore. Where right. hey, we we got these tracks from twenty six years ago that mm-hmm. Tupac never put out. What? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my so. god! Did you guys see? Uh, <laughs> uh, Cause I call him Cause. Uh, where I get all of my news, uh, Philip Lewis. And the reason I call him Cause is because um, we essentially have the same name. Because Almost. I don't know if people know this that. My mother's maiden name is Lewis, so we essentially oh, have the same name. Okay. Um, so I always think, like, I wonder if this guy is like related to me, and I don't know it. Uh, but <laughs> so he he put out a he put out a tweet that had like all of the the people that played Tupac, and he was like, I did. Oh yeah, yeah, that. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Oh Hilarious. my god! Some of them I was like, what is this, man? They be letting anybody go for it at this man. Poor, poor yeah, Anthony Mackie got all of the heat off of this. People Anthony Mackie gets the hey, it's because you could find. Find his videos of him doing the Tupac, and it's oh, just yeah. real easy. To I'm Tupac. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, they should have never let that. They should never let that hit film ever. I'm saying. I'm saying, bro. Oh my god. He recovered uh, though. He came back. He's he's a, he's out. Oh yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah, he's he, he might be right, doing man. okay. He's, he's Captain America, man. Yeah, he's yeah. Captain America. A little nah, um. Oh, yeah, and I always know Philip Lewis because uh, his name is not capitalized. And so, like, that's, like, one of the things that stands out to me for whatever reason is that I know when I see his tweets, it's going to be lowercase Philip and lowercase Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, Pac, I've been on a – I had a tweet in the drafts that I was going to tweet later on about Tupac, and I'll probably hit send on that one a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, where else were we going? Oh, yeah, let's pull up some uh humper shots. Them humper chats, baby. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Oh, yeah, don't forget, subscribe to Fightful Select. We just talked about um the uh most recent episode of Ask Grapsity. That show mm-hmm. is always fun. We're gonna keep doing them. Um, bring your questions, we'll keep answering them. Um, anything, we'll answer anything we got. And uh also we won't won't answer any anything we get not anything come on there has to be a line you guys there's gotta be boundaries i'm not afraid now sometimes the answer might be no comment afraid no sometimes the answer may be no comment but the you can ask yeah you're right but you can ask anything um as long just letting you know from me i ain't answering anything yeah (laughs) as as long as it's able to be answered i will be a line here man yes as long as it's able to be answered i will try to answer it right um as as best i can obviously without doing too much also fightful select um uh just tweeted that they have the location for um the tentative location for revolution um so definitely uh check that out that should be posted anytime here soon and check so uh, check yeah and uh there's there's other stuff there's it's 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 a good week there's a 5000 word write up on everything that happened with uh CM Punk and the elite and all of it it's a really really good write up um lots went into that it's so check crazy how like there's he still did that like there's still news coming out there's still stuff that a whole bunch of stuff that we don't even know that's just 
out there in the clouds. So <laughs> it's deep. Uh, let's see now. And it there ain't it over is. yet. So let's pull up some Humper chats because those are always important to get to. Okay. Uh, uh, is that one for us? It probably is. I, I'm going to guess <laughs> this one is just because if it's not, then I apologize. But uh, something tells me this one is. This one is from the uh the nin the h and it's after the after that diamante tease with jade the baddest bitch 305 if trina doesn't show up i will be quite disappointed we're getting action bronson at arthur ash and little scrappy a few weeks ago so who knows i mean i think that's what has people thinking like okay what rapper could it be now that's why clearly there's this rapper yeah exactly (laughs) it's like no it could actually maybe be training you never know she might be training and like oh yeah trina's been training for the last year she out here you know she might be getting down with naomi i know they have like some close close proximities maybe you know my guess based on the wording is because she said the original baddie and that made me think oh she's talking about red velvet Mm -hmm. uh and so but that just doesn't make any sense to me no i mean they they cast her off to the side no they didn't really because they didn't jade has been saying for weeks i don't want layla i want red velvet back yes that was the whole thing as soon as they tried to introduce layla she was like no we have i don't don't need to get out of here i I want red velvet Mm -hmm. i mean or it could be a swerve i don't know i just feel like it could be that red velvet is like you replace me on on that type of shit and it could also be the old swerve uh sting and rick flair they're acting like they're partners and then red velvet tricks diamante she's back in the baddies and it's lit so hopefully uh just for red velvet being back i'd like it to be her because you know she was cooking before she went well and i would like to see her have a moment in arthur ash like that would be very cool um i do want to talk about arthur ash a little bit and Mm -hmm. some of the uh worries i have about this show because i was at grand slam last year anybody in aew listening if uh you want to make this show go a little more smoothly than last year I have some suggestions. Suggestion numero uno mm-hmm. would be I would forego elevation this time around. Forget elevation. Drop elevation. Don't do it. What I would do instead is tape the first hour of Rampage beforehand and tape mm. the second hour of Rampage. Because you're doing a two-hour Rampage. And tape the second hour afterward. Because asking people in New York to stick around for two additional hours when a show ends at 10 p.m. on a weeknight, bad idea. Um, because a lot of people had problems with the fact that they stuck around for two hours after Dynamite. And, like, it wasn't a quick two hours, right? It was like it took 20 minutes to get the the apron changed, to get all the graphics changed, all of that stuff. Uh, you ask people to stick around for two more hours, and uh, some people found out the hard way that I forget which train it was, um, but so people in New York let me know. But I guess there was one that stopped running after I think eleven, and so there were people like really upset because it's just a weeknight. Because it's just a weeknight, right? Mm-hmm. And so there were people really upset that you know this show got out after midnight on a Wednesday, and they also couldn't even get back into town depending on where they were headed. So that was a big problem for a few people. I stayed in Queens. Um, that's where my hotel was. So, like, 
I honestly could have walked. Um, I think I ended up just taking a cab to um, to my hotel, but it was like five minutes away, not even. Uh, I recommend, <laughs> as far as they're concerned, I don't know what they're going to do, but I feel like asking people to stick around for two hours after Dynamite, even though those Rampage matches, there's a lot of them, and they do look lit. Like, it looks like a good card. I don't know. I would. I not. like your suggestion, though. I think it could. it'll I, keep them hot, yeah. you know? I, I definitely was hoping they were not doing the two-hour rampage this mm-hmm. year. Not just because of you're asking people to stay longer. Uh, two-hour rampage felt too long last year. Um, mm. I, I feel like rampage works better when it's an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, two-hour rampage, it did feel long last year. And like I said, being there, you could see people like – I was the only person in my section by the time uh, – or at least in my row – by the time Rampage ended, because right. there were people who were like, I got to go. Like, I, I I, can't stick around till midnight here. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, we're on the East Coast. It's not happening. And there were people who left. Um, and so I'm thinking for the sake of just keeping the show flowing. And essentially, it would keep it the same length with my idea of doing first hour of Rampage before Dynamite, second hour of Rampage afterward. Uh, I don't know how that works for, like, the ring aprons and stuff. But... Uh, just in my view, I feel like essentially that's the same length of show that people would get normally because you'd just be replacing elevation in that case. Right. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I just think that's a lot of content for people. Uh, if you do have elevation, that makes this a five hour show uh, on a Wednesday night. Some people are just not into being at a show for five hours. That's not their really, that's not their thing. Like me, I'm like, that sounds great. I want all five of those hours. But some people are like, yo, give me three and I'm out. So. If I were on the West Coast, honestly, five hours doesn't sound that bad, right? Because all of a sudden, that's getting out at nine. Um, All right, cool. I got the rest of my evening. There Mm -hmm. are still places open. The thing I was maddest about getting out after midnight last year was there was no food. And I was just like, I just want to eat someplace. And I ended up eating beef jerky from a gas station that was still open because... There was nothing else open at midnight, and I because had. It's in Queens. It's not in New York, New York, where you could get yeah. some Chinese food and shit at, at five a.m. or whatever. Yeah, no, mm. I was looking all around, and and also it was like still pandemic hours for a lot of people. So true. Um, I suppose any because uh, I actually stayed in Chinatown, so like I I could have um gotten mm. some Asian food. I think at uh any better hours or mm-hmm. any better time of year but there was nobody open except this gas station and i went and got a ginger ale a bag of chips and um because it wasn't one of those gas stations you could even like walk through right it was one of those you had to walk up and like ask them to grab you stuff from behind the counter and i'm just looking like what the fuck do y'all even got like i guess give me a reese's and a beef jerky and a um, and this is my dinner for the evening how the hell did you eat before you went in there what are you, what are you doing mm-hmm. i didn't okay so what time does the show officially start i want to say it starts at uh seven basically seven starts at seven right so then the doors open at six my flight landed i shit you not four thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like my flight landed. I went to my hotel, put my shit down. Uh, by the time I put my stuff down, it was already like 530. And so I'm like, like, all right. Yeah, I feel like I'm sitting next to Corey right now, like shaking my head. Like, why <laughs> like what, what are you doing? <laughs> so it was just like, all right, just go straight to the uh, 
to the venue because I got time for nothing else. And so went straight to the venue, got there around six uh, as they opened the doors. And the show started at seven and then Dynamite was at eight. And I looked up and I'm like, man, I didn't eat anything today. Not a single damn thing. Classic. Shout out JetBlue, though. That was the first time I ever flew JetBlue, and uh, that was probably... I like your time management skills, honestly. Uh, <laughs> you always, like, everything is like, you work like an independent contractor. Like, I manage my time like you do, but you're not. Like, you have a job and shit. So it's <laughs> great how you manage your time. Even, like, your flights are like, right, you're like, I'm going to get on the flight. Then after the show, the flight is, is at this nope, time. Like, you nope, always no have room right error. No, no room for error. No room for error. Zero. If there's an error, you're out of here. No, my my Grand Slam trip had zero room for error. <laughs> this was like uh, my flight the next morning left at <laughs> like five a.m. and so the <laughs> it was show about to leave pretty much when the show was over. the show got out at midnight and uh, and then also I have floor seats. That's my Grand Slam chair right there. Uh, so I'm like carrying this chair around New York. Um, and I've told this story before, but I had people stopping me like, "Hey, what you want for the chair?" And I'm like, I'm not selling the chair. And they're like, $200. I'm not selling the chair. $300. I'm not selling the chair. Okay, okay. You should have my arm. I'm like, like oh. if you take me somewhere where there's real food, I'll think about it. <laughs> and then when you got the food, you'd have been like, no, 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 no. no I'm, I'm good. Not the same and, and, and the, the, but, oh, yeah, I have told this. My favorite part about this, uh, I have never told this on Grapsity, so, uh, but I did tell this on RBR. But the best part of the whole trip was that I tried to get the chair through security and they were like, uh, you can't bring that on the plane. And I was like, come on, I'm not doing this. Um, and I had already hit up T because T usually um, he brings chairs all the time. And he's just like, yeah, just bring it as your carry on. It fits in overhead. Just you're fine uh, as long as it lays flat. And I'm like, OK. I'm trusting you, T, but uh, trying to get it through TSA, they're like, no, 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 you can't bring that. And um, and I was like, come on, man, I do that. I was like, come what on. What are you doing? And I was like, come <laughs> on, man. I, I was like, I do this all the time. And I hadn't done this before, but I'm like, I do this all the time. And he's just like, all right, I got to check with my manager. And he goes and gets the manager. And I shit you not, this is one of the best things to ever happen to me as a wrestling fan. He goes and gets the manager. Manager looks at the chair. And goes, you were there last night. What'd you think of that Kenny and Brian match? And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, thank God. Yeah, he's like, what'd you? Yeah, he's like, what'd you think of Kenny and Brian? That was so. He was like, that was like one of the best TV matches I've ever seen. Uh, I, he's like, I wanted to go, but I had to work. Um, he's like, I've been working for. The <laughs> he's like, I'm actually just about to get off my shift. I've been here for the last eight hours. Mm. And uh, he and he looks at the guy and goes, let him on. And I'm uh, like, oh my good. god, thank you. Wow. So, you, what this immediately reminds me of, I don't have you guys seen the first two episodes of Atlanta for this season? Not yet. Uh -uh. Oh, come on, man. You guys got have to see the second episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't give it away, but yeah, the TSA story immediately made me think of it because there's a <laughs> TSA story in there. Um, yeah, all right, no spoilers. It, it sounds yeah. good though, mm -hmm. but yeah, pretty much I got. I guess the one AEW fan who happens to be a TSA manager, <laughs> and he said he was like, I watched it on my phone because uh, I was like, I wanted to be there, but I couldn't get the day off. But uh, he's like, man, I'm so jealous. <laughs> and, uh, so that just happened to work out in my favor. But he was 
quite pleased with Brian versus Kenny as a match. And as, I, as was I. Yeah. So that was, uh, as was I. I was there in person. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that pop when they locked up, mm-hmm. I was, that was me. That was probably just my voice <laughs> echoing. <laughs> I'm with uh, you. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. So, as a matter of fact, I'm on camera. Like, I'm one of the first shots they show uh, during Brian's entrance during uh, Grand Slam. They pan across the audience and then they pan across this, the, the one row I happen to be sitting in, Brian's music hits, and you see me just go, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to see Brian Danielson wrestle for the first time. Now, outside of WWE in 10 years. Are you kidding me? This is the biggest thing to me. But like I said, my only thing is you have to figure out what you're going to do with the um, audience. I mean, with the, the Rampage situation, because right. I think doing it the same way as last year is going to be a mistake. Mm-hmm. But that's me. That's how I feel, having been in that audience last year. Um, that's not to say, like, two-hour Rampage is a big deal. You should be doing two-hour Rampage, I right. think, if you... Uh, I know it felt long just because like it comes after a two hour SmackDown and right. it's just a long wrestling night. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think just in I a still vac- want to consume the content, so give yeah. me two hours in a vacuum. Um, so Ryan Ben says, "Can we get Sasha Banks a reliable Uber driver?" Yeah, yeah. Sasha needs to chill on the Uber. She got to figure the, something out. The, get her the, a driver. The Uber bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha was going off, letting them off, and Sasha looked amazing. Sasha is glowing. She is. Living her best man. life, as they say. Yo, shout, shout and Naomi, Mika- they both shout, shout out to Makazi, man. That's a, a, um, a lucky man right there. I am saying, <laughs> but yeah, her and Naomi are out there having a great time on the runway at your mm-hmm. favorite weed store. Everything, all kind of stuff. Shout out to both of them. Um, I hope to see them back in the wrestling ring very soon. Also, I do too. 
But honestly, they look like they're living their best life. So honestly, I just want them. If they never came back, I'd be like, I get it. Y'all are out there having that. They're they're definitely definitely coming back. The fact that they have been everywhere together, the fact that they've been more visible online. Mm -hmm. Together. Together. Yeah, and it's they're, like they're making sure that you know this is a tandem mm-hmm. that, that they they are a package deal. Remember, people were like, "Hey, you know, Naomi should sign sign a deal and leave Sasha behind because it was really Sasha's idea to do all of that." Look, these two stuck together. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. They are continuing to stick together. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Hey, Logan Paul, we had big news yesterday. That, uh, you know, we saw Logan Paul on his podcast. Uh, he had special guest Roman Reigns. Um, there were some cool details that came out of that. Uh, but one of the things was they talked about the possibility of a match. And then Logan Paul had said on his next edition that he wanted to face Roman Reigns. And clearly WWE got the ball rolling very quickly because uh, Wrestling Observer broke yesterday that we will indeed be seeing at crown jewel logan paul versus roman reigns for the undisputed wwe universal championship and that there would be a press conference this weekend logan paul is one of the uh greatest finessers in the world man he finessed (laughs) i didn't i didn't know where you were going yeah the bro the bro boxed floyd mayweather you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's like, it, it seems like they try to make it a joke in WWE and everywhere, but like, he boxed one of the greatest boxers of all time off of being an amateur, off of being, you know, just being a celebrity. And so he finessed a WWE title, a universal unification match off of this is going to be his third match ever. And like, this, this is, this is what's crazy about the world because you're right. Um, uh, they will always find out a, a way to finesse people. And y'all know what I mean when, when I say yes. that. Yes, um, yes. It is very interesting that uh, we watched Barack Obama go through all of this back and forth with people of how he qualified to be president. This guy is a, you know, studied, you know, Harvard Law student, all of this other stuff. And it's just like, how does he qualify to be president? He was senator and all of this, fam. You can have a few amateur fights and you can go fight the best box in the world. You can have two wrestling matches and then go and, and wrestle the undisputed champion are you, are you, are, of the company. Like, what? How? What is, I know. All right, bro. So, like, uh, look, I, I'll say this. Um, Logan Paul, as a performer, uh, he definitely impressed. I think yes. he definitely No, has, he's, he's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will say that he is definitely showing the... Um, as far as celebrity wrestlers are concerned, I'd say he definitely had the best gravitation toward it. He has shown mm-hmm. better than anybody that he gets it. Like pretty much it's him and like bad bunny. Um, yeah. And I think that's really cool. Logan Paul might be number one off of this. Like ain't nobody ever came and this yeah. quickly been like, um, you know, like knowing exactly what to do to work himself into this match. Like, I'm going to bring this guy on my Bad. podcast. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have a fucking press conference. He's a I'm, super I'm, smart guy. dude. I'm, I'm just saying that this that entire thing just tells me oh, how oh, there funny was a, America is. Cause yeah. there, there was a but to that, country, by the man. way. <laughs> there was a but. I was going to say he's gravitated to it very quickly. Um, this is one of those things that's just not for me. Um, and I mean that in the sense that my watching of professional wrestling 
everywhere I watch it. Um, I have recognized the entire time I've been watching wrestling that there's always been kind of a system to this, which is that uh, I watch the talent that I watch, um, I, I watch them ascend it throughout like that that's supposed to be my personal investment in this show is that i watch talent either ascend or descend throughout the show and that people who make it to world title contention to world title matches uh is a payoff for my viewership that's how i've always felt about pro wrestling and so i have had a problem the last few years it's really been like 10 years of people who can just like show up and get title matches that bugs me that has always bugged me um that i had a problem with uh, the Rock just kind of declaring 10 years ago, hey, I'm number one contender. Uh, see you, CM Punk. And he did it in, what, July of 2012. Took, He's like, took his title. Yeah, he was like, I will see you in at the Royal Rumble in 2013. And then he also won. Uh, and I didn't like that. I thought you couldn't like have him earn that in any way, shape, or form. And then I mean, like last... the Rock. Rock ain't doing no number one contender match. like there are ways you could have done that you could have had him squash somebody like there are absolute ways to do it and uh you gotta pay him to do that sure for that he's like yo i can get one match how much is one match rock i mean but like (laughs) he was already making those appearances where you know he hit spine busters on folks anyway, and it's like, all right, mm-hmm. just like turn around and pin them. Then afterward, like, what is the mm-hmm. difference between yeah. him hitting the spine buster into people's elbow and then posing and hitting a spine buster people's elbow and pinning somebody? Like, I, I guess I never really <laughs> saw the difference. Yeah, man, um, that's that's why I thought that wrestling guy post was funny because he was like, uh, yeah, do do Brock versus Lashley for the American U.S. Championship. I'm like, no, Brock is not wrestling for the U.S. Championship. No way. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I immediately I thought of uh, Hoodie Mellow. Like, yo, they want me to come off the bench, bro. Nah, <laughs> they're not, they not putting Brock in no mid-card championship. Stop yeah, it's not. <laughs> no, but, uh, so, you know, there's other ones. Like, yeah, obviously Brock is, like, one of the biggest defenders where he just comes in and is like, you know, he'll be off for months, a year uh, at a time. And then it's like, nah, I want the title. And he gets the title match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, but the last match you had, you lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, Brock wasn't even, like, coming off of victories, getting those. Um, what, when he challenged for the Universal title, uh, when he challenged Roman, what, his last match was the loss to Drew McIntyre, right? So, like, um, he didn't even have that to go off of. And then same with... Uh, SummerSlam this past year where it's like, yeah, he's the number one contender for the title. Except, like, the last match you had, you fucking lost to Roman. Like, what are we doing here? And so uh, I... And and John Cena came in and it's just like, hey, I want Roman Reigns. I'm the number one contender. And I feel like just the idea of the pro wrestling that I grew up with, which is... Billy G's done that a bunch of times, too. Goldberg's like, you're next. I haven't been here in two years, but you're next. You're like, It's definitely been a problem these last (laughs) ten years of, like... You know what? We don't give a shit how to get there. You just mm-hmm. like where's it get not even trying. Like you just declare yourself as number one contender and you got the match. Mm-hmm. And I've like always had a problem with that. And uh and mainly it's because that's how I was trained to watch wrestling, right? Yeah. Maybe the generation that's grown up the last ten years, because I guess I do see that, right? You know, I saw people saying, Why is MJF gotta win the chip? Why don't he just declare he wants the title? And I'm like, because that's not how that works. Like that's, but I guess there is a generation of fans who start who watch these last ten years who have just been like, nah. People just show up and just declare they want title matches. That's how mm. 
that's what I've come to understand in pro wrestling. Um, Like I said, that's just not for me. And so I'm like, on one end, I can appreciate Logan Paul and feeling like, no, Logan Paul's doing some good work. I appreciate what he does in the ring and simultaneously feel like also the universal title at this moment in time does not feel like a reward for my weekly investment in the show. Sorry, I'm holding a pair of scissors. I don't know why. Uh, but it doesn't feel like a, uh, a an investment or a payoff for my investment in weekly television. It doesn't. And uh, that's all I'm asking for out of TV. And I feel like Hunter's going to get there eventually. I feel like he's got to like cycle out of stuff uh, that, that's just already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But- and I bet this match is going to be pretty good because yes. um, Logan Paul's matches have been good so far. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, there's I only bet, been two, but yeah, they've been good. I mean, yeah, I mean, so I, I'm betting this match is probably going to be good. They're probably going to do everything to make this guy look good. Uh, Whoa! I, <laughs> I knew that this They'll match have was the coming. smoke and mirrors. Of course. <laughs> so I knew this match was coming when they did the interview uh, because this is kind of the cheat code that they've been doing for a minute where it's like, hey, we'll give you this interview, and then off of that, you can parlay that into a big match. It happened with the McAfee thing with Vince. Um, it happened before. It just feels like this McAfee kind of and cheat. Cole. That was yeah. how yeah, got It there. just feels yeah. like this, this kind of cheat code now where it's like, hey, we're not going to send our wrestlers to other content creators and media guys. We're going to send this to you to parlay it into a match. Um, mm. And that's fine. But... Especially because they're doing it with places with big audiences. Logan Paul has yeah, a massive absolutely. audience. Right. Pat McAfee has a massive audience. So Giant. these aren't places that are, um, you know, th- these are places that do bigger viewership than Raw. Yeah, like, you're uh, going to get millions of views off of that. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Um, but I just have an issue with Roman coming out there and declaring every week, I've beat everybody. No, you haven't beat everybody. There's people that you've ducked. There's people that you've had the beginnings of storylines with that you never went back to like, here, let's throw some examples hey, out there. Did he ever uh, face Shinsuke Nakamura? What no, happened to that? That's where I was going. <laughs> You're stepping <laughs> on my point. Sorry, let sorry, sorry. Let me cook. Sorry, that just hit me. Cook. Sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, so, go ahead. Yo, yeah, that, that's an example. Shinsuke come out there. You humiliate Shinsuke. He never gets a match. Lashley did not lose at, a, at Elimination Chamber. He did not lose the title. He got taken mm-hmm. out of that match. Never mm-hmm. got a rematch. Yeah. Rollins never got a rematch. But you come out there every week and say, I beat everybody. And so who's your next champion at the next big pay-per-view? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's Paul, the, a guy that's not there every week. And that's the part of it that I have a problem with. Because when you've got this guy with both titles, and I've, had, I've said this for weeks, when you make it seem like he's the end-all, be-all, you have to beat this guy. No. Build some guys up to wrestle this guy. You have not built a guy up to wrestle this guy in about a year. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah so one of the biggest problems I could possibly have uh with this type of booking is that again I all I want and and granted like I said this it's probably because I'm a product of the wrestling I grew up with um is for main events to be the culmination and payoff of what I watch every week what not only is logan paul not there every week roman's not there every week so literally this is the payoff to nothing that i've been watching what if young theory cashes his briefcase in on logan paul that's a payoff i i I honestly think he's never get because like that's the other thing too he is in no position right now and 
I am not one of those guys to dislike (laughs) Austin Theory. He is in zero position right now to be WWE champion. Like, again, I want payoffs to the television I watch every week. But then again, Roman Reigns isn't even a payoff to television I watch every week. He won the title after being gone for six months and then, like, just came in and was like, I'm number one contender for the universal title and then won. So what am I even talking about right now? He's not even that. Uh, That's how we got here, right? But, like, uh, and I guess that's just the the standard now, and that's a standard I have to get used to. I don't think Um, Triple H is going to stop with the moments. Like, that's that's one thing that's going to stick around forever is, like, if I could get a Well, well, like, they, they have the potential to get there otherwise because... Because Cody is an example of somebody who I think is 100% winning the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, because uh, it, it, it helps that, uh, I think this is out there. Yeah, because even Sean reported this, that his injury, um, the the severity of it and the time they put on it is kayfabe, that uh, he is, uh, when they said nine months, that was a... Oh, so that you don't expect him back for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's one where, yeah, you can pay off something that has been built up pretty much since, you know, Cody came in. The night he came in uh, on Raw and he grabbed the mic and he, what was the first thing he said? I want to do what uh, my father uh, almost did but wasn't ever able to accomplish. And that's win the WWE Championship. That is my goal. I want to be WWE Champion. And then you can have Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble and spend the next few weeks, months, going after Roman Reigns right. and eventually winning that title. They have the potential to do exactly what I'm talking about, which is a payoff to uh, to months of build, things that people want to see. Yeah, I just feel like, like I said, I think Logan Paul and Roman Reigns will be a spectacle for sure. Um, yeah. That's it. I think it'll that's be it. a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, I think that's all they want now, anyway. Now, the, the odd thing is, uh-huh. and this is... This comes with zero knowledge. Uh, this is just me asking the question. Um, what is Logan Paul's Saudi Arabian audience like? I, I don't know. What that's that what is. That, you are asking the wrong. That is what, that's honestly what did it for me. I was like, this is cool. I, I understand the moment. And then someone was like, oh, it's Saudi Arabia. And I was like, I know. But usually they want like old attitude era nostalgia acts. Like they don't. I don't know if like. Logan Paul is going to be, they're going to be like, oh my God, it's Logan Paul. They might not even know who Logan Paul is. I mean, we either know, but no, it, it might have been better to do this in, you know, America somewhere where Logan Paul is in, in LA at the show but, too, because he's over. But yeah, I, that's the first but, thing. But I, I get really it because it's one about, of those things you know? where you have to, you have to justify what you're paying Logan Paul because right. this show is, because it's not even about the audience in this you case. Get a big what pay it, off over there, what it is, is that. Right? This is their biggest payday yes. as a company, and therefore, mm-hmm. uh, where can we use Logan Paul for what we're paying him? Oh, uh, the show where we're making the most money. It's so I, th- I, I, mean, I think it's look. just to justify that because, like, obviously, Logan Paul ain't gonna work, um, some house show in the middle no. of D- Des Moines, Iowa, right? No because, way. like, no, <laughs> he's gonna mm-hmm. his, his payday alone is gonna take up the entire gate, mm-hmm. um, and so. It is, and I mean, look, I don't know what his audience is over there, but the 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 fact of the matter is, more people know who Logan Paul is than most WWE superstars. Definitely, um, that's oh, just, for sure. That's just the fact. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's just he's a bigger star outside of the company, and that's the reason why they want this match. I don't have a problem with any of that. 
Where my problem lies is, again, you have both of your titles on this guy. And so now you're telling me as an audience member that watches your show regularly that there is nobody on my show that is worthy of that big match other than Logan Paul. And that's the part of it that I don't like. And I'm sure some people will go, oh, what's for casual fans? We've been hearing that for years, though, man. And it's like, at some point, reward me as somebody that watches your show. Other show does. Uh, yeah, I just uh, hold on. <laughs> See, I wasn't even going to bring that up. Um, I'm but... sorry, man. As of somebody that's been watching wrestling for 30 years, the last three years, I've been be- I've been rewarded, and not from Vince McMahon's company. That's just how so... it is. Like, I hate to be that guy, and they call us AEW shields, but no, like, rarely. I but... I've existed in a plane of not being rewarded as a professional wrestling fan. I, I mean, don't expect been... rewards. I don't it, like. When they ha- when they come, they're very surprising. Like I can tell you the fucking five, like Kofi main. Like there's r- it's rare that it's like directly for me. I get rewarded on a weekly basis on the other fucking show. So, so this is, this is why I said, and I wanted to kind of keep this in a way where I was comparing it to itself, right? Like I was saying, yeah. Like the, WWE hasn't like they weren't always this way, right? And I guess one of my um. Because it's not to say that celebrity matches and and things that bring in casual fans are a bad thing. I don't think no. they are. Case I don't even point. think this match is bad, no. honestly. Case, no, it's going to be no. a good match, I bet. Yeah. Case in point, actually. Bash at the Beach, 1998. What was the main event of that show? That was Ken, uh, Carl Malone and who was his partner? Lex Luger against DDP. Hollywood Hogan. No, DDP against Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman. Right. Yeah. But what was the world title match on that show? Uh, you don't Goldberg. even remember. And, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and I don't know. Kurt Hennig. But, yes. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the fact was, the biggest match on the show was indeed the celebrity match. That yes. had everybody right. talking. They had folks on The Tonight Show. Like, they, this was the biggest thing in all of pro wrestling uh, Hogan and Rodman versus DDP and Carl Malone. Yeah, huge. It was on Tonight Show. All kind of crazy shit was going on. They were everywhere. Yeah. Sports Center. Yeah, biggest thing going right now, right? Mm-hmm. But credit where it's due. While it was the biggest thing on the show, and it was even the main event because it should have been the main event. It was the thing people were most invested in. The fact was, uh, the world title was removed from that situation, mm-hmm. right. and the world title had its own thing going on. The world title was the thing they were most invested in. They didn't necessarily have Carl Malone just come in and be like, well, I want the world championship. And Hogan being like, well, I'm going to face you for the title, brother. Like, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that I think, would have been a disservice to the rest of the show, to having paid it. To, and here's the thing. Barely anybody remembers Kurt Hennig challenging Goldberg at Bash right. the Beach for the title. Looking at the the match time right now, that match went four minutes because it was a Goldberg match. That was all you were ever going to get out of that. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I knew it was a Goldberg match. I just couldn't remember who was his opponent. Mm-hmm. Right, and that was the thing. Was it, it didn't. Um, but at the same time, I still feel like that was the right way to go as far as um, keeping the title as a part of the program and keeping it surrounded with guys that you're invested in on a weekly basis even though dennis rodman as um as if anybody watched the last dance knows that uh he was hell invested in being at nitro as often as bro was picking nitro over going to be a basketball player (laughs) 
Rodman was Rodman was crazy, man. I, I mean, that was a, a time period. But either way, that, that was my point, though, was just that you can do the big celebrity matches. And that, to me, was one of the biggest celebrity matches, I think, still of all time. I, I can't feel mm-hmm. like there's been much bigger than that. Because even Bam Bam Bigelow, Lawrence Taylor. And that's another one, though, by the way, that was the main event of Mania, wasn't the title match. Yeah. Um, because you, you still kept the two things separate. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. I don't, look, I have no problem with spectacle and wrestling. Bringing in celebrities I, I don't and, either. Yeah, and, and either. having the celebrity matches are cool. But again, this isn't just that you're tying up your world championship in this match with the spectacle. You're tying both of your world titles up <laughs> in this right. spectacle match. And mm-hmm. you're not giving anybody else a chance to get any build off of this. You're not giving anybody a rub off. And that has been my biggest issue all year with him holding both of those titles. Right. Yeah, uh, that's like what it comes down to the championships. I guess it's like you guys have to figure something out with this. I, we can't. You got. You got to get one of those titles off of them. I've been saying it for the longest, yeah. but mm-hmm. you, you got to. That's all. Now, um, hey, wrestling's hot right now, though. Oh my god, um, so hot! You know, Tony Khan had tweeted the other day. Uh, yesterday, he had asked about. You know, has anybody in your life asked you about wrestling that probably hasn't recently? I'll tell you what. Yes, um, that is very true. Uh, that I have had um, lots of non-fans. Hell, I even had an ex-girlfriend ask me about wrestling recently. And I'm like, this feels like a trap. You're setting up conversation <laughs> here. It's a trap. Because, well, mainly because, look. I host five wrestling podcasts a week. You want me to talk about wrestling? I'm going to talk about wrestling. And so it's like, hey, you want to spark up conversation with me? There's no better way to get me to talk to you than ask me about pro wrestling. But she did. She did uh, straight up message me about like, hey, what's going on? I've been hearing all of this stuff here. And like, you know, I haven't watched in years, but I was curious what's going on. And I have heard that a lot. Uh, it is very much a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, like I've had, I had a couple when Bad Bunny was wrestling, there were some people that mm-hmm. were just like, oh, hey, Bad Bunny's wrestling. That's cool and super interested in it. So, yeah, there's been a, a number of moments recently that happened like that. I've had people, my friend that just gave up on pro wrestling is full back in on pro wrestling due to AEW's programming. So, it's like things have changed in the last five years. One of my friends, though, he um, he messaged me actually the uh, the compilation of Logan Paul's offense from mm-hmm. SummerSlam. This is a friend who doesn't watch any wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been to one wrestling show in his whole life, and I dragged him to it because I had an extra ticket. But other than that, this friend doesn't watch any wrestling. But he saw these Logan Paul clips, and he would send them to me uh, just to kind of say like, "Dude, look what's happening right now. This is crazy." And mm-hmm. yeah, that we have reached a point where. Um, and like it's tough to to kind of quantify this part of it because yeah we WWE has kind of always been number one on its night yeah uh, but it's been a long time since we've seen a year over year increase mm-hmm. uh, for wrestling usually it's year over year looks bad every single year it's mm-hmm. always. Yeah, it's number one, but it's lower than it was last year. Yeah, the number one, lower than it was last year. But for the first time in a while, we have seen with Monday Night Raw, year over year, is it's number one and it's higher than it is last year. SmackDown's still down from last year. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with part-time Roman Reigns. But um, the but Raw, on the other hand, Raw is a hot show right now. Raw's hot. Raw is uh, above where it is last year. Even with Raw having 
a down Monday this past week where Raw had um, the Emmys as competition and it had Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Raw still was above last year's Monday Night Football premiere. Right. They did $2 million this week? Uh, no, it was $1.7 million. Okay. But yeah, those are still huge numbers when that competition, when football is just always going to come and destroy yeah. their shit. And they usually go a lot lower. So it's great numbers and great uh, for the future. Of yeah. And like uh, for last, night's, last night's Raw in Anaheim, completely, or SmackDown. Last night's SmackDown in Anaheim, completely sold out. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe there were a couple hundred like scattered tickets throughout. But when you look at it, it's like you can't even tell. Uh, they. Mm-hmm. Like Raw and SmackDown have been doing crazy numbers in attendance. Uh, and yeah, we are looking at a really hot period for pro wrestling. And yep. um, and I think everybody's going to benefit from it because uh, when the top is hot, it kind of trickles down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that it is because, down there, there, because there comes this desire to just see more wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Indies are going to benefit and uh, it's going to help for like streaming companies because there's not really a, per, a a dominant streaming company that has a wrestling presence. And I think eventually I think that's what we're leading to is one of these companies is going to get a deal with Netflix or Hulu or something. The like big, that, you know, the big issue, of course, is that there's still no streaming live standard. And I said this right. last week, but, you know, uh, Amazon could be creating it in the sense that, you know, they have Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Um, which I did watch on Amazon this week. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could very much see them creating it. Um, I think that Peacock wants to have it, mm-hmm. but I think the issue is that Peacock, Peacock still as a whole, like I think for WWE, they're doing really well because mm-hmm. you know, that's 12, 13 million subscribers they're in front of. That's the biggest audience WWE could possibly be in front of. Yep. But as a whole, compared to other streaming networks, Peacock is really not doing all that great. And um, most of their subscribers come from Comcast subscribers that just happen to be getting it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that as well. Peacock as a whole, which is a shame too, because like when Bel Air was on, I was watching Peacock like every mm-hmm. week. Yeah. I don't use Peacock that often except right. for like, yeah, I only use it for pay-per-views. I mm-hmm. use it for pay-per-views or tweets where I'm like, uh, Hey, let me pull a clip really quick from this old <laughs> WWE show. Where am I going to pull it from? Oh, that's, that's Peacock. Then, mm-hmm. uh, I will just then turn on screen recording to, to tweet some Peacock shit. But like, literally that's the only place that I use it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I did just recently start watching. What was I watching? I watched like two episodes of that 70s show the other day. And that was really just because I was looking for something wrestling related. And I'm like, oh, this show's on Peacock. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll watch two episodes and I did. But for the most part, like I don't use it the way I use um, HBO Max, right? That's, right. The, that's the go-to for mm-hmm. uh, Hot D every week as um, everybody has affectionately dubbed House of the Dragon. I was like, Hot I was, D? I was about to say. I was like, like I don't you know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. We took a big turn. H-O-T-D, House of the Dragon. Mm. And the fans are like, yeah, I'm watching Hot D this weekend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on who you're talking to, because I know black folks have just dubbed it House of Dragons. And I'm like... <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought the show was called, honestly. <laughs> I know. When I tweeted that, when I tweeted, look, black folks are going to call it House of Dragons. You just have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. The majority of the replies were, 
that's not what it's called right i thought that's it's, what the show was called what you like, mean <laughs> no it is the house of the dragon <laughs> too many people words will always find a way to put an s on something right? exactly come on always what are you talking about prince williams ain't do it right if you at yeah um the um no the uh but yeah hbo max is still despite the fact that they're canceling shows left and right Mm -hmm. um and uh looking to get out of the original programming game which brings it into the uh the story that we kind of talked about i talked about it a little bit on day after dynamite this week um but there's been more details to come out since then of the fact that uh TNT and TBS are basically like, hey, more AEW content, which I know is counter what people thought was going to be the case from the Warner Brothers Discovery canceling shows as much as they've been canceling them. But I was trying to tell people, saying it back in June, that uh, to me, what it looks like is that they're trying to get out of spending money on in-house content. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like third-party content makers like AEW might be looking up going, huh, they're going to have to fill those gaps somewhere. Yep. And uh, that's essentially what it comes down to. Because I know like the story has always been that like WCW was canceled because Time Warner didn't like wrestling. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. Like that, mm-hmm. Maybe that was a little bit of a factor there, but like ultimately what they were looking at was no, we're spending a lot of money on this content and not getting any return. Whereas uh, it's third-party content, AEW right. is. Um, it's a licensing deal. And they want more. <laughs> they actually do want more of that type of content. And uh, that there is going to be more as far as uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is concerned. Because yeah, it is highly rated programming for them. Uh, at the end of the day, look, there are two wrestling companies. And we haven't been able to say this since the 90s and even still you couldn't even say it then because they were on the same night right but to be able to say that there are two wrestling companies that occupy the number one spot on their respective nights is insanity mm-hmm. uh that doesn't even we don't know that <laughs> you know what <laughs> like, i mean like this is new like we've never seen this happen before this is like nobody has been there's never been another wrestling company that's hot enough to be on the you know, to do numbers like that. And like you were saying, WCW was on the same night. So we don't even know what they could have been doing. If Nitro was on Thursday, we don't know what it could have been doing. But they were right. on Mondays too. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it was like, it. so only one company on Mondays could occupy the number one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, WWE used to employ that trick that they still employ, by the way, where Raw is listed as three different shows. Right. So therefore, because <laughs> back then it was. Uh, Raw was listed as Raw is War and Warzone uh, back in, at that time period during the Monday Night War, and therefore they had they could occupy two of the top spots right. uh, on any given Monday night, rather than and it would like shove Nitro down to three rather than even two or possibly one on its best night. So uh, that was a, a nice little strategy. And again, they still do it for whatever reason because Raw doesn't like exist as Raw from a technical standpoint when you look at ratings every week monday night raw is listed as wwe world wrestling entertainment and uh is listed three times in three different time slots smackdown is listed as one show but raw is three shows three shows uh <laughs> from a technical standpoint hmm. which i think is very funny hey i want to check back in really quick on yeah. 
um, super chats because we've got a bunch over time. Robert Kane says, just here to shout out Mr. Media Man, NWO Reg. Hey, what's up, Rob? Thanks for uh, showing some love in the chat. I appreciate that. Yes, for life. Chucky Ducky says, got lasagna cooking. Uh, which wrestler would crush it? Um, Wait. The lasagna? The lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's smacking the lasagna? <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard uh, question. I, yeah, hard question. I don't know. Um, no, a lot of a lot of wrestlers don't eat cars, man. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, yeah, nah. Like Finn would be like, "You better get that out of my face right now." <laughs> nah. <laughs> not have that Finn, lasagna in Finn here. Would, Finn would definitely not be eating that. Mm. <laughs> Orion Ben says, "Can we get?" Oh yeah, we read that one already. Uh, let's see. Deontay says, one year since my last therapy session, and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Shout out, Deontay. Uh, says, thank you. Thank you all for that. Uh, Reg for music and laughs. Uh, Phil for all the wrestling uh, condos. Probably these convos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and meeting Will was great in New Orleans. Uh, thank you all, man. That's right. Awesome. I did meet Deontay, you, Deontay in New Orleans. Yeah, that's super Appreciate cool. Thank you. you for saying that. And therapy thing that's super dope love that you're living in your happiness right now we're amazing and if we can contribute just talking on a saturday morning we're going to continue to <laughs> um let's see uh caden says well how are the new jordans doing i've worn them once since i bought them uh <laughs> i i bought uh i don't know they were dope and i bought while we were in chicago uh oh, look we at you acting to... like the young bucks going up we to went... the shoe store <laughs> we went to the mall and uh dun, 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 dun. No, I put them on and it would do the dum 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 dum. Rest in peace to BT, man. Yeah, I put. Nah, we're back, man. Color is back, baby. What is who is he gonna film? I mean, I guess he could film like the Dark Order and everybody else. But he's gonna get Dark Order is gonna get all their dick jokes off. Come on. No, I I um. Yeah, but not. We went to the mall uh, on Saturday night, and I ended up buying a pair of Jordans. And mm. yeah, like I said, I've worn them literally once since mm. uh, I wore them two all out, and then I wore them once. I wore them Monday, and that was it. So I don't know. They're sitting upstairs on a shoe rack. <laughs> There's the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, would you think I like trashed them in a week? <laughs> How are they doing? <laughs> They still look outside playing in the mud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike from Indeed says, Happy Saturday, y'all. Thanks for helping me laugh through the hangover this morning. Peace and love. What were y'all doing yesterday? Mike, I had um, hangover all day yesterday. It was awful. What, uh, alcohol is the worst thing ever. Legit, all day drink, I was in water, bed man. just being like, that didn't work. Water or weed didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Van Twinblade says, lean week, show in eight days, check Insta for the card. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peanut Butter Joshua says, Reg, what should I name my daughter? <laughs> um, hmm, what are my options here? I don't know, man. That's crazy. What? I can't be naming people's kids. No one would allow me to do that. Like, uh, legally, Regina. they'd be like, no, you can't. Oh, Regina's pretty good. Okay, now we're talking. Her. Yeah, Regina. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Boom. Wow. Do it. There you go. That fast. <laughs> shout out to little Regina. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Righteous Regina. Let's do it. Um, like let's it. see. 
Dante V says, uh, I'd rather see Drake Fontano <laughs> instead of Roman and Paul. I mean, uh, look, I feel like the more celebrities that come into pro wrestling and do well at it, the more I worry that in a couple of years, it will just become like the freak show shit where we literally just do bring in celebrities it's for just real moment. celebrity death match it's just pro wrestling celebrity <laughs> death match. minus the death match part but it's just celeb- the whole show is just celebrities fighting against each other it's gonna be like those boxing freak shows like there's some i've seen one like last week it's like all reality star Blueface was supposed to fight uh swaggy p i'm like what mm-hmm. are these boxing what? cards dude yeah, oh yeah that absolutely dude. happened but that could definitely be wwe in 10 years it's just that <laughs> like the newest tiktok star against the you know but the hard part about that though is that with wrestling it's easy right like celebrities never come in to lose so uh it is a case of i'm coming in to have this match and it's like all right let's just pick somebody off the roster and you beat them Mm -hmm. easy enough but what happens when celebrities want to face other celebrities who do you book to lose who's going over who is going over Drake and Kanye one on one? Like none of neither one of them are taking. Oh, easy. It's it, it, you put John Morrison as a tag partner. You re-sign John Morrison to be like, hey, we want you to tag with uh, Kanye so he can lose this match. <laughs> He'll take the pin from Drake. Drake definitely has to go over. Kanye has the heel. Could not, he can't pin anybody. You gotta lose Kanye. Come on. Damn that that Fantano and Drake thing was so funny to me that night. I think it I think what made it the most funny to me is because for a brief second I looked at the video he put out and if if you guys haven't seen this for context um Drake supposedly well not supposedly he basically confirmed it he DM'd Anthony <laughs> Santano no supposed and, and so Santano in response to it put out a whole video about the DMs but he faked it like he sent him a vegan cookie re- uh recipe and when I first started watching the video I was like wait this isn't real. Nah, 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 nah. He's not sending this man cookie recipe. So I was laughing at the video at first. And then when he put out the real DMs, I was like, Drake, I promise, man, you make millions of dollars. Drake you, can't. You have, you have probably slept with women that we couldn't even imagine being with. I promise this man's video reviews Phil, are not that important. He can't. <laughs> Drake cannot. He's the number one rapper in the world. You cannot Fam. let Anthony Fantano's You cannot let this guy up. get this W over you, bro. No and that way. was definitely a W for Fantano, by the way. Huge you let w. this you let Huge this w. you let this YouTuber troll you, bro. You are Drake. Yeah. What are yeah, you doing? He got you, Drake. Like you think that you know if you're talking about him, he won already. He's won Yo, a million you, times. Yeah, no, this was this was uh this was very funny. Mm. But I was like, Drake, just it's okay to just let these things go. Yeah, you got you can't. You cannot. Oh yeah. It, I mean the, the the actual DM was very funny. Saying somebody's mm-hmm. existence is a light one is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> a light one. Yeah. Nah, it was uh that was great shit. Phil actually brought that to my attention and I ended up having to look it up and and figure out uh what exactly was happening because Phil's like, Are you seeing this Drake stuff? And I'm like, Nope. Really, but really funny. Drake had time and you probably shouldn't have time. You don't have time, dude. Go do something. Man. Go rap. I, I almost feel like the cookie recipe would have been better. He should just let that one hang mm-hmm. out there and That's let it. people believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. So we got a few humper chats. I want to read this one. 
this uh, auntie brigade from An- uh, fan Anwar says, what up, everyone? I hope you are doing well. If given booking for one main event at a big pay-per-view for any company, what would be the match and the event? Great question. Uh, if it was for WWE, um, I mean, I feel like they have missed out not just booking Roman versus Rollins at WrestleMania at this point. Give Rollins his main event at WrestleMania. I feel like that's the that's the closest you're going to get to it is with the Roman match. I don't understand why they haven't done it yet. Uh, for AEW, oh, he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like Adam Cole versus Punk makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Um, going all the way back to the backstage stuff and how Adam Cole has made it clear that he was a Punk fan. Um so yeah, I I would probably have booked that as one of the main events at, with Punk as champion. I'm gonna go for the Tokyo Dome, January fourth. Okada and Brian Danielson, because that's like the closest, like dream match that's still right there for me. Like they could do it in January if they really wanted to. I know they're not going to at this point, but that's probably what I would do. Brian Danielson main event against Okada, Tokyo Dome, craziness, five million stars, eight stars a week. At minimum, minimum, Dave's giving up eight. (laughs) And then I do actually want to see, we talked a lot about Dwayne, but I'd love to see, I think if Dwayne and uh, Roman really did wrestle, that shit would be super lit. Like if it actually did happen, if they got The Rock to somehow do it, it would be like the atmosphere would be nuts and the buildup and, the bloodline and everybody beefing would be a great thing if it did actually happen. Uh, let's see what else we got. We've got, oh yeah. And I didn't even answer the question. Did I, um, mm. damn, like, what do I even want to see at this point? Because oh, that's what know, I'm saying. For, it's hard. For, yeah, Cause well, cause like I live in a dream wrestling time period. Like honestly, mm-hmm. if I woke up in 2018 and, uh, I'm still seeing like Brian Danielson versus big cast. And I'm like, what? You mean to tell me I just dreamt up the last couple of years of, right. of everything? He didn't I've wrestle seen. Kenny Omega? This amazing match, Hangman Page. None of that happened. No, it's just red beer. Yeah, I mean, now <laughs> if can. we weren't living in a timeline where I think the Sasha Banks is going back, uh, Sasha Banks versus Bibi Watney mm. for a Stardom show. Oh my God! Main Sasha Banks show. and Stardom would be that. crazy. Yeah, but no, I, I guess I just said all that to say that. Guys, I was tweeting every week about the possibility of a Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega match and how I just one day would love to see it happen. I put up a poll in 2020 titled Brian Danielson versus uh, Kenny Omega. Where does it happen and how? And I said in a WWE ring, in an AEW ring, in Japan, or it never happens. And you know what was the winning result of that poll? It never happens. Mm. And so the fact that wow. um, the fact that it did happen at Arthur Ashe, like, and I was there to see it. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's hard these days. It's like every if there's a dream match. Like sometimes I have indie dream matches, and then next week someone books it. Like it's not like <laughs> dream matches ain't even a thing now. It's like oh they've already wrestled five times. Like mm-hmm. so. I mean, we're just enjoying the ride. We're lucky. We're spoiled every week on Dynamite, on Raw, 
on these big pay-per-views. We are spoiled with wrestling matches. You, you'll get AJ Styles against somebody, you know, amazing against Ricochet, and they'll do some crazy thing just on a Raw. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how yeah. we do it, it, it's It's very different than I'm – re- I'm, I'm happy with pro wrestling. I'm hey, Jennifer – Oh, shout out Jennifer says, happy Saturday, gents. Just weekly love for y'all. Can't be on with you uh, live due to grocery shopping. So wanted to make sure that you have the best weekend and remind you how awesome each of you are. Thank you, Jennifer. Always Thanks, appreciate Jennifer. that. Thanks, Jennifer. Life of Deem uh, says, happy Saturday, Grab City fam. I'm excited to be at Arthur Ashe. The card looks amazing. Who do you see coming out at the out of that show as AEW World Champion? Because right now I think it's MJF. I think it's Brian. I think that. I think it's Brian. Yeah, I think Brian. I, I think it's Brian, but I think the fact that there's even a possibility of MJF yes. makes it so interesting. It does. Um, I don't think that he's going to use the chip. Um, and they're, they've got this golden ticket match now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think I think Brian's walking away with championship. Um, I would not be mad if MJF somehow came in with shenanigans. But I'm a, like very excited about the prospect of first brian getting this moment is going to be amazing and then brian danielson being the aw world champion and defending it anytime is just like i mean I look, we saw how Bri- <laughs> think about how brian came into the company because we know who brian danielson is when mm-hmm. brian danielson came into aew he was like no nah, i'm not doing that work in every other week thing give me a match every single week mm-hmm. i will be out there wrestling anybody you put in front of me this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go out there and wrestle suzuki on uh on youtube for you mm-hmm. i you give me a match i'm brian danielson i'm out here to wrestle that's why uh, the golden ticket thing does not that's why I like the golden ticket thing, because that just means we're going to get another Brian Danielson match, a world title match at some point somewhere. That's why I'm like, OK, I understand why, you know, the the drawback with the chip. But like this just means somebody's going to wrestle Brian Danielson for the world title and it's going to be amazing. And yeah, I'm who, sure it'll be who fine. pick your golden ticket winner? Woo. Who's in that? Who's in that battle royal? By the way, they've only announced four people so far. Hangman's in there. Yeah. So far, I don't think it's going to be Hangman. You don't think it's going to be Hangman? Um uh, I don't know, uh, but it it depends so heavily on who walks out as champion. Because if Brian is champion, um, there's so many guys I would like to see win the gold ticket, mm-hmm. um, just to get that match with him. Um, um, I could see maybe a surprise returning Adam Cole. Cole. Um, I could also see Miro. I was gonna uh, say Miro. So there are options. Joe Samoa Joe. Well, Joe, Joe and Brian would be good. There are options. There are ways to go. But it seems like after Rampage last night, that's doing possibly Joe. Oh, Samoa and Joe is in the tag match. That's right. He's in that's the tag right. match. Right. But like that's they could right. do Joe and Wardlow after, um, after all that's over. Right. Which so is they had a little bit of a stare down. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. But as far as the question is concerned, I think this is Brian's night, uh, and it's great. Could be somebody like Andrade too. I have a poster right here. I think uh, it feels like Andrade's on his way to Hangman. It feels like that's the feud they're building to is Andrade versus Hangman for that was the full Ru- gear. The Rush thing last night. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like honestly, can't believe I never thought of that match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrade and Hangman actually sounds great. It's gonna be really hot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know, man. I the only issue I have with the Golden t- Ticket thing is I just feel like it's a lot back to back. Back to back. I mean, right, within a yeah. month, you've given us a ladder match, a tournament, and mm-hmm. now this battle royal. It's like, all I right, see that. 
when you think about that like compared to the rankings, I, I get it. It's like, well, what's the point of the rankings if I just have to go and win a match anyways? Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it's kind of it just lot. feels like a lot back to back. Right. But, you know, who knows? Maybe MJF is going to come out and injure this man before the match and take his spot in the match. Or, 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 what if, what if MJF wins the golden ticket and he has two things? <laughs> oh, yeah. <that laughs> oh, no, don't be, do that. That would, <laughs> that would be whack. Because <laughs> at this point, well, especially because MJF's whole character right now is now, all I have to do is wait. work smarter. Yeah, I can, all I have to do is work smarter, not harder. I don't have to wrestle another match until mm-hmm. I decide I want my title match. So, mm-hmm. Screw all you guys. I'm not doing it. Um, and nah, just honestly, look, Brian Danielson's my favorite wrestler ever. I'm literally staring at a poster of him right behind. It's literally right behind my uh, camera right here. There is a poster. Uh, it's a drawing of Brian Danielson holding the WWE Championship. Um, I, I suppose it does say Daniel Bryan. The tournament I have to correct planned, that. Guys. We watch <laughs> but, wrestling too, guys. <laughs> but either way. There is nothing that would make me happier than seeing that shot again. Like, essentially, let's make Grand Slam the Brian Danielson show. Last year, that's what the show was all about, right? It was about Mm -hmm. Brian having his first match uh, really since the Roman match. It it was his first match in quite some time, uh, and he was facing Kenny Omega in front of AEW's largest audience in front of, like, he just had this big stage behind him, but it ended in a draw. And so Mm -hmm. what do you do? You run it back, their biggest audience of the year this time with uh winning the championship oh my god i'm in i'm all in yeah Yeah. look i think it'd be a great moment for brian but a part of me does think that mjf has not been cutting promos on mox for two weeks for no reason um i just think the timing of it them setting up the the ankle them bringing in the firm and introducing them which by the way i thought the firm segment was fantastic Mm -hmm. um and MJF basically telling everybody, like, nah, I don't need to do a tournament. And then Mm -hmm. cheating his way into the finals and Mm -hmm. and taking that match. That's a very MJF thing to do. And if he wants to remain a heel, he's got to do something that's going to get people to boo him. And taking Brian's moment is a perfect way to get him booed. Um, Nikki. I just, look, my only issue with all of that is it's just a personal thing. Let Brian Danielson have a moment, like, right. like, just oh, it, 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 and, Brian, and Brian himself. Tony, Tony doesn't Brian, step on a lot of moments, right, though, and, and Brian thing. himself probably doesn't care about this. He doesn't care. But I, as a Brian fan, would just love to see. And like, I he'd probably to be get more it. interested in getting the heat on Max than he would be getting the moment. You know what I mean? As <laughs> like, a professional wrestler, you know, like Brian to me, SummerSlam 2013. So happy, Brian beat John Cena clean. And then he oh, gets cashed God. in on Don't Money in the Bank. Don't remind me. Oh, right? that day. Oh, my and, God. And then uh, what was the very next pay-per-view? Uh, I can't even remember what it was. But um, damn it. Now I have to look this up because it's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> I know I know. Brian won the, the title at the next pay-per-view. I just couldn't remember what it was at the time. But it, Night of Champions. Sh- no, oh, Night yeah, of Champions. Okay. Night of Champions, the very next pay-per-view. Brian beats Randy Orton, but there was the the fast count. And so, mm-hmm. stripped of the title. And then finally, uh, we got to WrestleMania. Brian beats Randy Orton and uh, taps out Batista. I'm oh, sorry, he beat Triple H earlier in the night, then taps mm-hmm. out Batista. And then the, his brain has one match with Kane, and then he has to relinquish the titles. Mm-hmm. 
Brian wins the title uh, from AJ Styles, but turns heel in the process. Guys, all I've wanted is for Brian Danielson to win the world championship wherever he is. Mm-hmm. Let me cheer this happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then let me have a reign that comes to a satisfying conclusion. Yes. I mean, that's all I, I want. That's all I, I, I want. I, I love the Planet Champion reign, and I thought it came to a great conclusion. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. I understand what you mean. The best uh, Because we're, we were, we're not supposed to be happy about him being champion because he was a heel. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But... Again, that's why I'm like, like I said, I'd like Planet's Champion as well. Like I came around on it because uh, I hated it at first. Um, but luckily, Brian is the right guy for that because I felt like it was. He's the Planet's Champion. Well, I felt like it was a gimmick <laughs> on a guy who had already grown past gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the only thing was it's like. That makes sense. Uh, I felt like Brian was way past gimmicks at that stage of his career. Mm-hmm. And here we had him essentially coming out there and being and doing stuff that he's he's well past. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, he made it work. But I don't I mean, think very, a whole idea, lot of people it? could. Was it? No. Yeah, it was his idea to turn heel, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I remember it was his idea to turn heel. But I, I don't know. I just I have this uh, picturing events of like, you know, we need... You need all those vegans out there to, to get, you know, we <laughs> want you to come out there and act like a pretentious, yeah, coming up, you want you to be out, go out there and be a pretentious vegan and, <laughs> and tell all the, and a, a pretentious environmentalist and get yeah. people to boo all that. Yeah. Um, like, uh, as a matter of fact, it felt so backwards at the time, having Brian coming out there and be like, save the environment, boo. And then AJ Styles mm-hmm. be like, no. And the fans are like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Don't save the environment. <laughs> of course. Uh, but that's why I'm like, I think that some of that was Brian's idea. Because that very much felt like straight edge punk, which that was Punk's idea. So, right. no, this I felt like that was But eventually, even Punk evolved out of straight edge punk. Because at some point, mm-hmm. at some point as a wrestler, you evolve out of being a shtick or a gimmick. And you evolve into simply being... It's being you and yeah. and things centering around just who your, you are your name carries the weight you don't need all yeah. the extra shit yeah and i thought brian was already there at his career so like i'm glad he made it work but mm-hmm. I, I initially i'm like is this what brian needed mm-hmm. it's like i said all i want give me brian danielson as brian danielson mm-hmm. the guy that we all love and want to cheer through his matches right winning a championship i've got screwed out of it at every turn in the other company just give it to me one time and let him hold on to the belt long enough for a reign to come to a satisfying conclusion. That's all I want. That's fair. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't know if we give Brian enough flowers for that run because the stuff that he managed to do, um, not just getting that, that character to work, um, giving us the hemp belt, giving us one of Brock's best matches of the last decade, um, mm-hmm. being a part of Kofi mania and helping Kofi get his moment. Oh, um, Brian's one of the greatest of all time, man. He is. Yeah, I think he is the greatest of all time. I think that there's very few questions for me about that. Um, and I love Brian. I, I, greatest I, professional guy, wrestler of our generation. Brian that guy Brian can do that. no wrong to me. Uh, man. And, uh, it's so funny. The first time, oh, every time I think about Brian Danielson, in 2002 when Ring of Honor started, I was in the tape trading. And I all I cared about at that moment was the amazing red and SAT. That's all I I would buy videos just 
because they're that Ring sounds of Honor. like Reg. This so, is such a Reg story. Yeah, so Ring of Honor <laughs> starts, and I'm like, oh, Amazing Reds on here, Briscoe Brothers. So all these people I knew from CZW, and so I get the tape, and all I care about is Red. The main event I think is Brian Danielson, Christopher Daniels, and Low Key in a, a triple threat match. So, oh, oh, sorry, I disappeared. Uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson, Loki, and Christopher Daniels in a triple threat match. And I remember watching the whole show, loving the Amazing Red thing. And I remember saying to my friend, I took the tape to my friend's house and saying, I don't really like the main event. They're doing too much grappling and too much of that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really into this America. Cause at that point, American Drake, there was a name already. If you watch the independent wrestling, like he was a big name. He was out here in California doing a lot. And I just remember, like, I don't really. I'm not really into what he was doing. And then I started training to become a pro wrestler very soon after that, probably like six months after that. And then I got into the ring and then I started to understand what he was actually doing. And then I was like, wait, this guy is the best wrestler there is. He does. He's amazing. <laughs> like I didn't get it at first, but then like when you get it, you're like, oh, he is everything that people say about him. He is the greatest of all time. One time Coco Cabana, Cole Cabana, when they had the, uh, what was that? They had like a docu- Wrestling Road Diaries. They had a documentary. It's mm-hmm. Cole Cabana yeah. driving around with Brian Danielson. And he's talking to Brian Danielson. And he's like, you're our Luthez. Like, you're the guy that we, like, you're the guy. We all strive to be a greatest wrestler as you. And that just continued to hold on till today. I mean, look at what he's doing every fucking week, every time he wrestles. He's the man. It's Brian Danielson, man. It's crazy. I love it. He's the best. I can't wait for Wednesday. That big moment. Don't come out there, Max. Let our guy get his moment. Will is right. I know, Take the belt and go home, I, and we all celebrate. I, I do want Brian to get his moment, but a part of me would have the, the biggest evil smirk on my face if, <laughs> if, if Max beats this man up before the match and takes his spot. Oh, um, no. Don't put that in the universe, I, Will. <laughs> I, I can see it happening. And... um. It's just so many things that they that they put together on the last dynamite that makes me think it's possible. Because um, Brian but, is selling the ankle. Oh, don't you selling do the ankle. I I just I, my worry there is that one of the things that they're they're using a ter- term that they've used before, but it continues to be true, and that is that again, they might be overdoing it because they've said it a million times, mm-hmm. but they keep pushing this one as the biggest match. In dynamite history but the thing is this one is and the reason it's the biggest match in dynamite history is because we are crowning a new world champ no matter what a new world champ is crowned and it's between brian danielson and uh and john moxley at arthur ash stadium which is still going to have even if it's not as big as last year it's still gonna have the biggest audience AEW's had this year so again it is the biggest match that they could possibly ever have. And they're advertising as such. They use the term multiple times last night. Don't screw your fans out of that. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you can't here, screw your fans here's, out here's of my, that. Here's my devil's advocate to that is um, Max has been telling us since June that, no, you guys think the biggest draw here is two WWE guys. No, I'm going to show you you're wrong. I am going to take him out of this match. Uh, no, please don't. No. Philip Lindsay with his no, damn Philip Lindsay. Stop, Philip Lindsay. I just I want it God. Damn Yo, it. if it happens, I'm going to sit on this podcast the whole time and just be quiet. Like, oh, no. Like, dude, it's such an MJF thing to do. The it way is. that Because I've seen people saying, all right, well, that's not how the chip works. Like, look at how he won the chip. 
Right. That's not how he that did nothing works. to win yeah. the chip. He did nothing <laughs> to earn the chip. Tony just hasn't stepped on anybody's anything like that yet. As big as this, that he hasn't done it yet. So I'm like, he could. But I mean, Dango, don't 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 put Dango on me. Come on now, stop it. Oh, um, nice. This is not the same thing as saying that 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 MJF should come out instead of Punk. That is not the same thing at all. Like I'm just saying that again. If this is all story wise, Max has been saying for the longest. Like no, these these WWE guys are not it. I am the biggest draw in this company. It makes sense. It makes sense for him to do it. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but it does make sense. Okay. Uh, got a couple more. Uh, let's see. So we had RH say, here is to continue success for Fightful and Grapsity. Also, I would really love Willow to get the graphic and take the TBS championship. I think those should happen on the same night to me. I think uh, the dopest thing you could ever do is have... Because uh, I still believe Willow should have it in kind of a flash moment, like a surprise moment. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Willow Nightingale is all elite, but in her graphic, she's holding the TBS title. Mm-hmm. That would be the coolest shit in the world to me. Yes. Um, but wait, it- what, do you, what do you mean by that? I just saw a comment. Somebody said an ex-WWE guy handed him the chip. Stokely's not an ex-WWE guy. No, I hope not. that's not who you're talking about. Uh, I mean, that is who they're talking about, but that's also like... He's not an ex-WWE guy. I wouldn't call him. Like, like, uh, literally in the most technical sense, sure, but like, I don't know. I don't consider him such... The ex-WWE guy... The ex-WWE guy thing to me is fucked up. I hate that. I don't, I, I, I don't I, continue. I don't consider Brian Danielson to be an ex-WWE guy. I hate when people say that. I mean, he's like, a wrestler that wrestled in WWE, but he's not a fucking WWE Like, guy. when I think about... Like, literally, the thing about what Tony owns now... If he decided after Brian's victory, and I still feel it's Brian's victory, to put together a compilation of Brian's career, he has the ability to do that because he's got so much of Brian's Ring of Honor content. He could literally have a video compilation of all Brian things that have led to this moment for him. Like Ring of Honor footage, no uh, New Japan footage. Like he can put together a great thing without any brian uh, daniel bryan stuff it's all brian danielson stuff and it'll still smack and it'll still hit hopefully he yeah. has that moment bill Lindsay, i mean brought up a great case the lawyer he, he went in i mean might have convinced uh, me. yeah uh, but <laughs> um it continued with uh i guess that was it so yeah i i want to see willow though that's the yes one I see. that'll be amazing yeah, um tony p says me on wednesday why do they have the Lucha Bros face Keith and Swerve? I get that the trio's champions and ask for it, but still seems lazy. Me on Friday with the Roman Re- or with the Roman Reigns Logan Paul rumor during that segment. Damn, I spoke too soon on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and that match was uh, great, by the way. Oh, oh that, tag match that, tag match was, that tag match. That tag match was fire. Yeah. I've seen that spot going around as well. That was another one that was brought up to me by somebody who doesn't watch AEW. Was they just saw the clip of. Swerve taking the Spanish fly, followed by Keith taking the destroyer uh, mm. back to back, and then the pin and the crowd going nuts for the kick out. Uh, They're like, whoa, this looked crazy. And I was like, yeah. And I said, hey, that's my cousin in that video. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> um, so that one did get passed to me, though, by a non wrestling fan. Awesome. Uh, and that was the highest rated match on this week's Dynamite. Let's go, um, baby. As far as P2, in 18 to 49, it was still the main event, Jericho and Brian Danielson. But um, overall viewership, it was indeed the tag match. Blackface uh, was drawing on him, man. Numbers on the board. Hey, look, again, I don't know if it's the opener or the main, but Swerve and Keith versus... Uh, 
the acclaimed. It's got to be one of the two. It's got to be the opener. Oh man, um, yeah. If uh, I don't know, Max, I mean, if Max think... does his thing, then I could see it being the main event. I mean, because last year, last year they opened with Brian and Kenny and closed with um, Britt and Ruby Soho, and so like I could see this year open with the biggest way possible, Brian and Moxley, and then close with a strong match that fans will still be into. And we have and heard some uh, rumblings that the tag match could possibly be the main event. So I mean, I heard rumblings that that's was that was the case before. That was the, the original before the the title before the thing. punk stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was. Um, I know that was going to be the case before right. the punk stuff. That that was the match that that was definitely like marquee match. Mm-hmm. Um, but shit, fucking. Match, I know, man. right? <laughs> that's definitely uh, the match I'm looking the most forward to. Um, definitely. Man, being being there for both matches is gonna be cool. Lucky son of a gun. Oh, here's a good question. This one, I think Phil Lindsay is probably the best one to answer this one. But uh Fat Laces P. Cola says, Hiya. Since the inception of Versus, who were your favorite matchups? And do y'all think the Bone Thugs and Three Six Melee was a work? Oh no, I don't no. think that was. Isabel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel, you a hater. Uh, <laughs> We've had y'all, devil, y'all, y'all devil worshippers no i don't think so many great moments from versus man they'd be wild. Uh, so, i mean honestly like what do you mean matchup? do you mean matchup in terms of where they were equally matched or like the funniest outcome because the funniest outcome was definitely the locks versus dip set that to me was uh the know, funniest what? to watch Till to my watch baby's transpire. born, might have took that over. Till my baby's born, till my baby. That shit. I'm saying, bro, that shit was wild. Yo, Ray J. Ray J. Was going. Ray crazy. J. Stumbling through that and then going, Brandy. I know I missed some of those notes, but I heard it too. I heard it too. I was disappointed myself heard it, too. Ray J. Oh shit. Till my baby's born. Yeah, I don't know. That was. Yeah, no. The locks and dip set was hard. Like. Uh, beyond the like, I mean, because I will never forget how Jada Kiss transitioned into New York. Jada Kiss, uh, that was that's still one of the dopest transitions to jump into that track. That's one of the greatest hip hop performances of all time. Like not just verses. What Jada Kiss yeah, did on I, that stage is transcends mm-hmm. verses. He went yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest hip hop moments of all time. It might be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that that's possibly the best matchup just because of the. Yeah. Just because of it was in Madison Square Garden, it's such a big New York thing. Like Dipset versus Locks is just such a that's big huge. Deal. They've been comparing um, them them people for twenty years at this point. Like that was that was a face yeah, off. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best matchup in terms mm-hmm. of just like everything it meant at the time and like mm-hmm. I said, the setting. Um before I'm that though, my two my two favorite ones that I've ever seen were E forty and Too Short, just because like that was amazing. And uh, DJ Premier and RZA, just because like they yeah, are just amazing pr- producers, and them going back and forth like before they made it a big deal, and it was just the two of them in their house playing their best beats. Like you can't beat that shit, man. There's our answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, because like I don't know, I had fun with Redman and Method Man because like they were yeah, having fun, definitely. and like that, yeah. And there's uh, been a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, KRS I think Earth One Wind... and Big Daddy came. That was dope too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Earth Wind 
Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers was also a really good matchup because mm-hmm. yeah, these guys have so yeah, many. This hits. is all like, music. There was there was no mm-hmm. miss in any of those songs. And then what about like Gucci and uh, Jeezy? Like they took theirs to. <laughs> yeah, that was great as well. Uh, uh, that's it. these are going to be some of the best memories of <laughs> hip hop. Like these are things mm-hmm. we're going to tell our children about seriously um, because because I don't we I don't think we've ever dreamt of this. Like one day, like all you guys are going to play your songs against each other. Like that's never like we've compared rappers and musicians and R and B singers, forever, and it's all gonna it's you know? all gonna come up simply because we're all bored, stuck at home. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. are gonna be so bored that you're gonna get to see your favorites against each other in a setting. You're like, I yeah. mean, really looking back on it now because he's gone. Like DMX versus Snoop was still was special at the time. It was, yeah. um, and just special. to see DMX out and being like healthy and mm-hmm. happy, it was a good moment. Um, yeah, sad in retrospect, super yeah, sad because it was only less than a year later. Damn. Um, but let's see, Hanger Select says, Flushing is always open till 3 a.m. I was also at Grand Slam last year, that two hour rampage was brutal. Uh, again, like I said, it was just keeping everybody there for that second show. Um, that was tough, and like it's a great card though, like you're gonna see Starks mm-hmm. and Hobbs, you're gonna see. Um, Sting and Darby versus House of Black. Uh, this is pay per view. Yeah, like this feels like a pay per view card. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like I said, I would structure it differently if I were you. Don't we, don't we have a Jungle Boy match as well? Jungle Boy versus Ray Phoenix. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. This is fire. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I forgot. Like Homicide came out last year. Like it was still cool. Like that was a big moment to pop the crowd. This one's going to be Action Bronson and Hook. And if Action Bronson, Tony Khan, if he doesn't have a mic in his hand when they're going down to that ring, I'm going to be pissed. If he doesn't rap that song, them two down to the ring, Tony Khan, we're going to have beef. Put the microphone in Action Bronson's hand. You don't even know me. Two more uh, Humper Chats here. Um, Amir says, uh, here's a stat for Will to look into. How many times have a tag team title change have been from one black tag team to another. I can only think of primetime players in New Day. Um, yeah, that was 2015. Uh, hmm. Shit, it's rare. <laughs> um, I'm like, I can't even, like, damn. What a stumper. Uh, let me think about this for a second. Yeah, so, uh, I first I just gotta think of black tag teams that have been champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty easy to think about because there's been, um, uh, there's the Street Profits. There's, uh, so what are we counting for tag team titles? I gotta come back to that because I can't sit here and think mm-hmm. about this this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Black Phoenix brand, who gave me a correction on how I was supposed to correct or pronounce that. Um, but Black Phoenix brand uh, says, just wanted to give or to get some love for Southern hip hop on the show. What are some of you guys' favorite Southern hip hop artists and albums? Let's say top three. Ooh. Equimini, um, was... AT Alien. No, just say three <laughs> albums. Um, AT no, Alien is get, definitely on no, mine. I, okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, like, going to Outcast is easy. That's mm-hmm. an easy out here. Right. Mm-hmm. But honestly, because I 
was very much into the South pretty much from like 98 till today. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> uh, so, cause like I was really into eight ball and MJG mm-hmm. Memphis and, uh, but you know what? You just I have, I, I can't talk about any South albums without bringing up at least one cash money album and i was gonna put the, the car everybody likes the carter too but i actually like the carter one because of the time frame i'll put the carter one on mine because that played a huge role in everything at the time when the carter one hit and it was like we knew little wayne i was obsessed with hot boys and all that shit so see and that, that's why i was gonna go with guerrilla warfare for yeah. from the hot boys because mm-hmm. that album like so my my cash money introduction was 400 degrees i think yeah. that was a lot of people's cash yes. money introduction right but then mm-hmm. i went back and listened to um uh what Damn, was the 400 name? degrees is hard too. but then oh. <laughs> uh, i think it was how you love that volume two by um big timers because that had uh big balling on it mm-hmm. um and so that that track also but then bg had chopper city in the ghetto and like I, there were so many albums coming out left and right but then that Hot Boys album that featured BG, Lil Wayne, um, mm-hmm. Juvenile, and Young Turk, I feel like... On Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That album had... Um, there's so many tracks I loved off of that. I'm looking at the track listing right now with We On Fire, Respect mm-hmm. My Mind, Help, um, mm-hmm. Off The Porch, Get Out The Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my God, I listened to that album over and over and over Guerrilla Warfare is up there for me uh, mm. as far as that's concerned. Um, and mm. let's see. If you're going to go with AT Aliens, I'll say Stankonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Who are yours, Phil? Options. Um, I was a big Luda fan. Luda. Luda, 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 Luda was a time, man. Luda, a time. Like, man. The word of mouth is one of the best rap yeah. albums. Yeah, in I agree. My opinion. I agree. Uh, Luda just had a run, and I was Damn, a big Jeezy guy at one point. Jeezy mm-hmm. was dropping. I knew you had a time Jeezy. too. Not, yeah, not just yeah. dropping great features. Like man, his feature on the Superstar remix is still one of my favorite verses he's ever dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, the come on, man, uh, Thug Motivation. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can't mention the South without seeing Scarface. Come on, man. Scarface yeah, is one of the greatest rappers yeah. ever. Shout uh, out to Ghetto Boys. Is Ross uh, is uh, Miami? Is the, do they consider Ross the South? Technically, he's technically yeah. South. Yeah, um, I, I love mean, Ross. I love a lot of things that Ross has done in this whole career. So yeah, I mean, if you're you're mentioning like Miami, you've got to mention Trick Daddy, right? <laughs> it's a lot, man. They've yeah. dominated for a long time for a reason. They got they've been putting. Nah, I mean, from the South. of course, Ti. Despite some things I don't like about Ti's yeah. personality. When you talk about runs that Ludacris went on, like T.I. had a, a run of albums where he could yeah. miss. Back to yeah. back, back to back to back to back. Yeah. Tip. So Southern hip hop, it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we get to have these conversations. Like they <laughs> actually mean a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And Regal says, Logan should come to AW and join my BBC crew. Regal, if you don't get out of here. What is this? What's Look, at that? Picture? <laughs> Look at the picture. Regal, what is happening here? It's dead. Uh, Smiley, oh, yummy, says, yummy, yummy, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Smiley says, "Morning, boys. Just dropping by to say hi. About to go downtown and shop, and of course, drink. Also, hi, Reggie. Hi, Tracy, my friend. Good to see you. What are you doing? Is there a wrestling show today out there in Chicago? What's going on there? You just hitting the streets? Not that I know of. Mm. <laughs> That's what's up. 
Um, Leonard Aaron's thir- the third says Logan Paul Roman Reigns equals WWE's great white hype. If you know, you know. <laughs> it, it, it kind of does. That's fucking funny. That had That's a great. What I was insinuating. Mm-hmm. That had a great soundtrack, by the way. It did. Um, it did. Yeah. Hilarious movie, also, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it, but uh, the soundtrack had DJ Unique uh, with um, "Moving On, Moving On." Anyway, um, uh, Shady Havoc just became a new YouTube member. Thank you. Appreciate you. you. Uh, Sean Stiggers says, no wrestling talk. Just wanted to stop by while I'm at work real quick and show my appreciation for the work y'all do in this community. And personally, stay safe, uh, especially you, Reg. We've been losing too many artists lately. We really have. It's crazy out here. It's sad. It's scary. Like, rappers We just lost uh, an R&B singer, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesse Powell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sad. Yeah, shout out Jesse Powell. PNB Rock. I'm having a hard time with the idea that, like, it's on one end seeing all of these young rappers dying in their 20s. Like, that just. Sad. It's fucked up. You know, it's like they make the double XL list, uh, and then, mm-hmm. like, the next year we're reading we're on about another them, list. And, yeah, on another list that, like, that sucks. And then on top of that, um, the rappers I grew up with are dying in their 50s. And yeah, like, it's another fucking thing going on of like, especially in the Bay Area, we're losing a lot of like heavy hitters, people that inspired the sound, people that inspired a generation of like, mm-hmm. yeah, when they get past that, like they were drug dealers and gangbangers and all this, and then they get to 50 and then fucking something else takes them. It's just like fucking shit, man. Yeah, Joseph brought up, uh, he said, people had a huge problem with Mance Warner getting an Eliminator match against Moxley, you know, right. talking to, on the, the, the Logan Paul lines. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy that worked for it. Man, Van Twinblade notes that Moses versus Suede has been announced. Glory, bro. Uh, thank you. Um, Leonard Aarons III also says, remember 2019, Kofi Brock, uh, this should be Reigns Paul, especially with the body count Roman has accumulated in his run, really. Um, Why'd you have to add the first part, man? So, so are, is he saying that he should squash Logan? Yes, I think that's, that's what, what he's saying. saying. Uh, that would be that would be very disappointing to a lot. Yeah, of people. I don't think he's I would think it's that. funny, but I also I would think it was hilarious. But <laughs> they're definitely not gonna do that. Yeah, I would enjoy that as a match, though. Iman Perry says, uh, "Don't forget, uh, he lost to Xavier Woods. Usos cost him. Mm. Well, he did lose man. to Woods, huh?" Man, I thought that was Woods, a- was Woods was cooking last night. Did you guys watch that main event? Oh, I did. That was a great main event. Yeah. I did not great. get to see the main event because like my daughter chose for movie night a Goofy movie, and we watched the Goofy movie, uh, one of the best black animated films uh, of all time. Hey, SmackDown I, wasn't I, that bad. The opener, uh, the- Sam Zayn and Ricochet was, was hidden too. I tweeted about Dr. Looney's remedy last night and barely anybody knew what I was talking about, which you is very know how much I fast forward that every time Do, see, people don't, <laughs> don't realize what you're saying that on the, on the VHS, you had to listen to that it before you got to the goofy movie. I would always fast forward it. Oh yeah. So that, that's exactly what I was referring to was on the old, the original VHS release of a goofy movie at the very beginning of it. They was like, here, stay tuned for this special music video from parachute express, Dr. Looney's remedy. And then you'd have to sit and watch this Dr. Looney's remedy video. And then you would get, yeah. And then you would get to a goofy movie. And so lots of times, I would pop the tape in and then it would be like, okay, hit play, go get some snacks in the background. I would hear, whoa, 
whoa, Dr. Luna, can you fix them up? And so like, um, I would always hear it as I was like getting ready to watch this movie. But I would watch that movie like every day after school. So therefore, I can't mentally even think about a Goofy movie without thinking about yeah. Dr. Looney's Remedy. That so when sense. I tweeted last night that I'm, me and the kids are watching a Goofy movie, but I should make them watch Dr. Looney's Remedy beforehand, that's what I meant. I was referring to the VHS tape. Most people fast forwarded through it. I <laughs> That was my like start to tape. Go do something else. Go get ready. Get my spot mm-hmm. ready. You know, Get some popcorn and sit down and get ready for Look, man, y'all did not have to deal. Because it, today's kids don't know having to sit through. You get your VHS tape. You pop it in. You sit through like 10 minutes of coming attractions. And uh, coming Annoying. soon, too. Yeah. <laughs> VHS. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. Cam brought this up recently. But anybody who had the original Ninja Turtles VHS release knows that um, Pizza Hut Little League commercial. Yes. The, uh, the off yeah. in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And the baseball falls into my glove. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody who had that tape knows that song. And uh, that was one I just didn't fast forward through. I don't know why. It was mm-hmm. that one. And then Ninja Turtles 2 had the, the Burger King. Can you make that too commercial? <laughs> Remember all that shit, man. Uh, Orion Bid six 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 says, "So why couldn't I get Johnny Knoxville versus Roman? Match doing? of the year still. Stop asking one. for it. Ja- <laughs> Jackass death match still the match of the year." Carlos Mendez says, "I saw an emotional. What word is that? Apuetes. Apuetes match last night in sold out uh, arena, Mexico. A great build up for months that ended with long or with them losing their masks. Stories matter." Oh yeah, that uh, that CML CMLL show. I think it was like the 49th anniversary or something. It was a big show. Uh, it looked hot. There was a lot of things going on. A lot of crazy gifts coming out of that of mm-hmm. wrestlers slamming against things. Yeah. Uh, and again, the mask. Yeah, good shit. Great attendance. Huge. Mexico's numbers. super hot right now too, man. Yeah. They are definitely reaping the benefits of the wrestling. wrestling is hot. hot. For, for mm-hmm. you guys that don't know, a foot test match is a wager match, isn't it? Mm, there you go. Ah, yeah. You put your mask up against other mask, or mm-hmm. that's what became our hair, hair versus hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bam two five five zero one nine says, "Keep up the great work, guy. Keep excited for the AEW game, but so hyped for Sonic Frontiers and the soundtrack on it. Glad Kenny's having fun in Japan. My goat. Um, yeah, I saw that Sonic Frontiers is gonna have the most content of any Sonic game ever. I'm there." Mm. Um, talking about don't talk to the ex, it's a trap. Run well from Smiley. I know. I that's what <laughs> it's a trap. But, but like I said, it's it's getting the the questions of hey, I just want to ask you about wrestling because that is my daughter does that too. My daughter, if she ever wants to like get out of like work, she'll be like, hey, so who has the most wins in like <laughs> WrestleMania history? And I'll be like. Well, it's funny you ask, daughter. Let's sit down and talk about this. And uh, <laughs> she got all the tips. Ask me for, yeah, ask me for a wrestling tip, and then hour and a half later, I'm like, "Weren't you supposed to be straightening up the the closet? Get out of here!" Uh, she knows all the tricks. She knows how to appeal to my senses, and she knows that if she asks me about the stats of like wrestling or basketball or something along those lines, I will love to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
That's how it works with me. Goth style pile driver says I stopped watching wrestling after Eddie Guerrero passed until Eddie AEW started. Fell back in love with it ever since. I've heard that for people. Yeah, um, me too. So Them 05s and 07s and it was rough for wrestling around those times. Yeah. Um and there are a couple of more things I wanted to get out before we have to get out of here in a few minutes. Uh, and what were they? So yeah, SmackDown <laughs> last night. Yeah, well, that main event was actually, uh, I don't know. I've heard very good things about it. And yeah, it I, the, the main um, event and the opener are really good. Ricochet and Sami Zayn like, went for it. Like They did a lot of great work out there last night. I, I hope that that like stay the course of course mm-hmm. uh which is Sami Zayn yeah. versus uh or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens taking the belts off the Usos that's mm-hmm. got to be the end goal here uh i think eventually they they are going to have Sami Zayn be double crossed by the the bloodline and Kevin Owens definitely has his back mm-hmm. yeah, i think those man. guys getting over on the bloodline is like one of the best things they can do I I I understand that, but I feel like you guys strap up Kevin Owens soon. Like you think that so? promo he cut this week on Theory was amazing. Which uh, is why that's how why I feel like okay, look, he's never going to be the guy to beat Roman. But if you instead at least allow him to be the guy to get over on the Usos, that uh, so that's still a victory over the uh, the Bloodline in a way. I still feel like that works out just as well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I I think he should be world champion eventually, though. Like he's yeah. just been so good. Uh, Me too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But things become so much more interesting if they just split these titles. It seems crazy, but I'm if saying. Raw just split had their the own thing with Lashley and Owens and Rollins and all these people, it'd be so different so easily. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and Chad Gable proving Gable. once again that he is one of the most underutilized guys in that company. Every time Gargano's back, like, yeah, yeah. Tommaso, uh, like, there's so much going on over on Raw, actually. Um, so we, we got to talk about the big thing that's possibly back, right? The black and gold. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's, uh, and, and the, well, the weird thing is that show's already been taped uh, next week. And so it is, at least for the moment, just a graphic change. Uh, <laughs> that they literally just changes the, the graphic on the stage, but that, um, did a light just turn on behind me? Did, did that did, just yes. happen? Mm-hmm. It's, it, that has been happening in my house. It has literally just been the, like nobody just hit a switch. It has been the There's weirdest the shit where this light just turns on and then like turns off. Yeah, uh, haunted. Halloween's so. coming up. Uh, yeah. So at the moment, just a graphic change. But a lot of people are thinking that you know while they've got the two weeks off because this was a pre-taped episode uh, that they're going to take the week to basically refresh the set. Uh, and then and, they announced that takeovers back too, right? Uh, they didn't announce it. They snuck yeah, it in. So oh, I see. What they did was uh, people noticed that the next NXT premium live event uh, now says takeover on it. So it wasn't even a thing that they announced. It's just mm. a programming change. I see. Um, it does feel like uh, Hunter is undoing a lot of shit. Pretty He's much. Like, the yo. Lo- this is my shit, black and gold. We going in what I built, bro. <laughs> but in general, because he's like across the board, it's like on the main roster, you're going to see black and gold. This is The main roster is now going to be the payoff of black and gold the way I intended it to be when I was running black and gold all those years. And then 
black and gold is also going to be what you see in NXT starting very soon. We had heard that they were going to revamp NXT pretty much from the time that NXT UK went down, that they were going right, to say yeah. that the merged NXT UK and 2.0 is just going to be NXT. Um, but people were really excited to see the colors back. Uh, to... You know what's super crazy is watching Raw and the intro of Raw. All the wrestlers are from NXT. Like there was mm-hmm. a time that it used to be like, there's, you know what I mean? It didn't used to be like that. Like when a hundred percent of the people shown on your intro are from your feeder system, that's a pretty good thing too. Like that, oh, they yeah. built a pretty nice little thing for themselves, honestly. Well, yeah. and now that the pipeline is all the same, now that right. it is uh, Hunter is running the main show mm-hmm. and his pipeline, because you know there was a disconnect, right? That it was it Hunter was. running the pipeline. He had his vision, and then he's feeding it to a guy who doesn't see that vision, and mm-hmm. therefore most things are fucked. And so. For Hunter to be able to uh, be at the top and kind of craft NXT in his vision and basically give the direction of this is what I want to see for my feeder system now. And you're going to feed me who is running this show. I'd like, I'm still very happy with, mm-hmm. uh, with Hunter's um, direction. Now we're actually going to get payoffs. Like even mm-hmm. if we don't get them in NXT, eventually we're going to get them. Cause these people are going to, there's going to still be talking about what happened in the past, not just totally erase a person's character when they get up to the main roster. It's great. Yeah. yeah I was, I was surprised to see solo defend the title this week on SmackDown. Cause Me I, too. when he won it, I assumed like he would be back in NXT defending it, but it seems like he's going to be defending it on both brands. Um, right. I think they really just wanted every, cause you can't have somebody in the bloodline at this stage walking around without gold. Like mm-hmm. that's what's supposed to make Sami Zayn stand out is that he doesn't belong here. Um, he doesn't have any gold. He's the, the goofy white guy of the group. Like it doesn't, He's Yo. not supposed to fit here. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> Sammy coming out with Solo was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about it was hilarious. Just just the fact that Solo was like, nah, Jay, you fucking up. Yeah, I come, like the work. That, yeah, I saw, I saw that on Twitter. I like the work <laughs> and, that they're doing. It's super cool, like how they're putting together that. And Jay's like, what the fuck? He don't, I don't fuck with Sammy. Yeah. I don't care what none of y'all are saying. And. <laughs> The it's way great. that Jay stared him down, and then so, and then you cut to their entrance, and Sammy is just like rocking out hard <laughs> to the entrance, hilarious. Um, yeah, but yeah, if if I could give one tip, because one of the few things that I did like about 2.0 was uh, Wale doing the doing the theme. Yeah, you could always use Wale's black and gold from. I think that is uh, more about nothing. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, use Wale black and gold as the entrance at the theme for this one. That would be I don't great. know if they're gonna get a more about nothing yeah. track though. You know how Seinfeld yeah. feel about that. He's trying to. Get I mean, his, well, I mean, it, I don't think. Th- I think they probably would have to get the sample clear, but it's not right. a Seinfeld sample in there. Mm. Well, let's. Uh, we got to wrap up here soon, so I want to get through the rest of the super chats. Irene says Vince finally got the boot, and the all-out fallout has caused a spike in interest for both companies. Got to take advantage while the buzz lasts. Um, I thought one of the things that Dynamite did well this week. And, um, you know, Tony had been tweeting about it, but I feel like it just didn't get noticed enough was that there were a lot of video packages in the show. Mm -hmm. And while I'm personally not a fan of having to sit through video packages in AEW, they're never any longer than like 30 seconds. um, I do think that because AEW is such a disjointed program where it is, here's this thing, but it has nothing to do with this thing that has nothing to do with this thing that has nothing to do with this thing. It's all separate things. I do think that it does help to... You know, if somebody's invested in one particular thing 
to maybe sh give them a reason to be invested in the next thing. I do think that the video packages help um, and that everything on this week's Dynamite had a video package. It almost felt like a pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, and so in that sense, I think it was the right call to have those video packages and yeah shout out to the homie giancarlo because he's killing it he's uh i think he's one of the people behind a lot of the aew video package he used to work for wwe for a little bit he's done a lot of work in gcw he's an amazing uh if you've seen like a great ruby soho video that great matt menard video that he did after blood and guts that's all giancarlo's work he's an incredible guy all right. Yeah, my daughter's texting me right now. She's like, Dad, we got to go. I know. All right. Uh, Are we Jason, back on that schedule? Yeah. Jason PS3 says, great show, guys. Happy 36th anniversary to the legend, Aja Kong. Oh, shout out to Aja Kong. Yeah. Yep. Uh, black wrestling legend. Um, yep. Skywalker Club says, I'm so bored of John Moxley. The only two I want as champion is Brian Danielson or MJF. I'm bored by Moxley. I, I, I mean, I know John Moxley is. Uh, he keeps a getting started and started, though. Like, he needs. He stopped and started and all that. Like, he can still. I'm not tired of him. I think Look, he's, he's, a, he's a polarizing figure. I get that. Mm -hmm. I love John Moxley. Um, mm -hmm. But also, come on, guys. You know that he was planning on taking a vacation. The man's yeah. going to get his vacation. He wasn't yeah. even going to be at uh, at Grand Slam. That man is going to get his time with Renee. Uh, and just going back to my point, though, that's why MJF <laughs> is continuing <laughs> to cut promos on this guy. On. He's going to do something to send him away. Yeah. Uh, I love me some Sova says Philip. Don't you put that evil on us? He's still remember. putting it on us. He's talking about. Oh the yeah, the MJF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil says best part of Phil's booking is that if the firm takes out Danielson, we'll get another Danielson Morris <laughs> match. No, God, no, 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 <laughs> no. That's not the thing that I looked at about that. Um, the interesting thing about it because y'all Phils are tripping. I pointed out this comparison a few weeks ago. But if the firm does take him out of this match, it's kind of full circle because the firm is very similar to the Nexus. Just going to say that. If he was in the Nexus. Shadman Huda says, Little Brother's first two albums were classics. Agrees. Yes. Kai yes. says, Grapsity Gaming on Twitch in the cards. We actually were just having a conversation about little things like that. Honestly, I would like yeah. to, when it's time, Play a little Goldeneye, I think, would yeah, be fun when that definitely. releases. That is in the cards, uh, for sure. I want to yeah. get into to some streaming shit soon, so yeah. Chaos Control says it's Saturday. Uh, Ludicrous. Icky, icky, icky. Uh, also says R.I.P. P&B Rock and R.I.P. Pat Stay for okay. Battle Rap fans. It's crazy, man. Violence. And uh, let's see. Busby says, you feel better. Yes, well, I watched that too. Yeah, see, everybody knows Dr. Looney's Remedy. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, all right. That was a big fast forward for me. Buddy. Yeah, Of course What's it up? was. Drew says, could the video packages have been a contribution to the higher ratings? I think it was. I think it was a contribution to why they stayed so steady. Because we see Dynamite ratings will go. But this week, we just saw kind of a steady. I think they did a good job keeping people invested throughout the show. Mm -hmm. um, but, folks, this has been another edition of Grapsity. Thanks for being with us on this Saturday. Uh, thanks for every Saturday. Thank you for being with us. We um, appreciate it. And I hope you join us next Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're at YouTube.com slash Fightful. Um, again, FightfulSelect.com. We got Ask Grapsity every other week. And then also... By the time this air, by the time you might be watching this, you might know where a revolution could be.
Who knows? I uh, guess we'll see. Uh, thank you so much. And we will see you next time. For Philip Lindsay for Righteous Reg, I'm Will Washington. Peace.